strange holiday. Tonight's show, which I totally wash my hands of, is really scary. So if you have sensitive children, maybe you should tuck them into bed early tonight instead of writing us angry letters tomorrow. Hello and welcome to episode 62 of the Parapod with your boys, Marco. Myself, Mark. That's <laughs> and, me. I'm me, Big Big T. <laughs> big T, Big E-T. What's up? Phone home. Oh, phone and What's home. What's cracking? Phone and home after a weekend away in Glasgow. Oh, how was your weekend in Glasgow? It was very nice. Good fun, good fun. Good see any sights? Literally nothing. No? <laughs> Didn't see a thing. Ah, there's not much to see, is there? No, not really. Scotland, you know. Just had food. Yeah. Got Greg's. Greg, ah, Greg's yeah. is actually amazing. Like, it's actually what they hype it up to be. It, it, it's, well, it's solid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I it's, got a sausage roll. It's so solid. solid like, it's so solid. When I was in Belfast, I walked in, I got like a, because they do all like the fucking, they have like, it's, I don't know, like a deli or whatever. They do like the, the, the popcorn chicken. They even have, they have goujons just sitting there. Like you can get them at like, at like 11 a.m., you know, uh, but they're like, they're good. They're actually good. They are know? good. But they're so cheap as well. They're like a pound. It's a pound. See, I, cause right, walking into Greg's, I was expecting, I was like, either this is going to be mind-blowing or it's going to be super solid and it's cheap. Because I didn't realize what the price of Greg's was. Mm. Sausage roll for a pound and it's it's a good sausage roll, you know? You can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. Like, why aren't they here? You know, we're, we're, if they're in the north, I don't understand why they're not here. Yeah, this country is crying out for Greg's, you know? <laughs> Get rid of these donut shops and fucking introduce yeah, Craig's. Yeah, too many of them. Yeah, fucking Dunkin' or we don't even have Dunkin' Donuts. Rolling them, whatever. Yeah, rolling all that bollocks. Like who? Who actually eats them? I don't know. I don't know anyone. I don't know anyone. Not anymore, anyway. Yeah, and they have all the poke shops. You know them. Hawaiian, yeah, Hawaiian I haven't. Food. I, I haven't never tried had, them. But, I've never had any though. But like, come on. I want to try bubble tea. Bubble tea. Yeah, they have one of them in Parnell. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that that'd be nice bubble tea. Mm, that's kind of you know twenty eighteen though. Yeah, no, but you, you know, know we're twenty 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 and twenty twenty one didn't happen. So that's true. <laughs> that's true. We still have time. We're still young. We're still young. Those last two years didn't count. <laughs> <laughs> we need a do over. Yeah, no, but uh, flying is fucking poxy wearing a mask. Yeah, fuck that. Like um, fuck the flyover that. was only forty five minutes, fifty minutes, like not long at all. Um, but Jesus, it's just was it packed? Man, proper packed. Uh, but I think because there was a Leinster oh. match on. Ah. Leinster ver- against Glasgow, so there's a lot of supporters going over as well. Fair, yeah. But, you know. So it was like arm to arm. Yeah. Besides some random person. Yeah, some random value. That's, that's bizarre that they don't like have any kind of distancing on, on airplanes. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I guess because, you know, public transport is. Public transport that's, is open, yeah, so. I suppose, yeah. But, like. I don't know if um, planes and stuff like that were allowed to be full capacity before public transport, though. Yeah, I've no idea. I don't know. Yeah, I've, I've no got, idea. I've gotten a pl- I got a plane. I went went abroad last year, like uh, I think August last year. So like, I had to wear a mask and stuff like that. But the plane was like empty. There was maybe ten people on the plane, and we got to, we had to like uh, we sit. We had like a randomly allocated seats. Uh, me and my brother just got put together, and then they're like, "Oh, so can you please move and like sit down at the uh, emergency exits because we have like." Everyone had to sit in an emergency exit because there was no, there wasn't enough people on the plane, you know, because yeah. they just, everyone had had their seats reallocated and had got like loads of leg room and stuff. We still had to wear your mask. It's just like, it's like, ah, come yeah. on. But like, that's, to be fair, that's the one, one place where like, like you're in a tube 
which has to be pressurized and there mm-hmm. can't be any airflow coming in. Yeah. It's like, that's fairly reasonable. But at that point, masks aren't doing much, are they? Like, <laughs> Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Just all sit on top of each other. Just do whatever you want, you know? Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. No, Brains. but the thing that I noticed, right? So we've got the, we flew over and then got the ferry back, right? Flying over. No checking for COVID certs. Mm, no checking I've for, that, for yeah. anything like that, right? That. And then getting the ferry back. I never knew this. They don't even check your passport when you're getting on the ferry. No. Literally drove onto the ferry, no questions asked. Is is that not a thing with Ireland and Britain though? That we don't get any pass passport checks with them. I don't know because it's just a common travel area and stuff. I do know that when you're flying over, you don't need a passport. You can go. You can fly over to England with just like your driver's license and stuff like that, mm. unless you're flying with Ryanair because Ryanair demand passports. Why? Because they're gee bags. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're just they're just bad out. Like yeah, but yeah, I think that, I don't know. That's 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 handy though. That's handy. You know, I don't think the rest of Europe gets that. No, it's no. actually it is quite handy. It's a little kickback from like eight hundred years of you know. Here's a subordination. <laughs> yeah. Here's something to fucking even it out. Yeah, yeah. passport free travel. Yeah. <laughs> but we do need some form of ID. Yeah, Let's yeah. get the ferry. <laughs> just get the ferry. Yeah. <laughs> but I never knew, right? So where we got the ferry from in Scotland, you can see like Belfast from there. You can see Belfast. You can see Belfast. Is Belfast on the coast? Yeah, Belfast is on the coast. Is yeah, it? I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, it's because that's where we got uh, the port. You can see Belfast. That's you can mad. See Belfast. You can see Northern Ireland from it. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. You can see Wales, can't you? Certain parts of Dublin. Uh, yeah, you can. I think in, I'm pretty we sure have to be on like a, like a mountain. We have, don't have yeah. any ma- If we had any mountains, we'd be like, oh, there's Wales. But yeah. like, we don't have any, really. we got no, the sugar loaf and stuff. Yeah, just put the sugar loaf. Like, oh, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, because like, when we got onto the ferry um, and we walked out and I just looked, I was like, oh, there, there she is. <laughs> the old motherland. Yeah. <laughs> the motherland. That's class. Yeah. Yeah. Sublime, almost. Almost, because it's not that far. Because when we were on the ferry, I was like, "If this is frozen over, you could one hundred percent walk that." That's what they used to do, yeah, yeah. back in the day, back in <laughs> way back in the day. Yeah. But it just goes to show we're not that different after all, you know. No, we're all the same. We're all really. the same. We're all, on these islands, we're all the same. Everyone beyond those islands, though, stay away. <laughs> stay away. <laughs> <laughs> no, are you sure? Surely that like France and England though, when that like when there was ice, you could walk. You could easily walk. Sure, you can swim that still. So yeah, Doggerland, man. Yeah, Doggerland used to be huge. Yeah, used to be a big thing. That was the land bridge. And we saw we saw a land bridge back then as well with Britain. We're all part of Europe, and everything changed. You know. <laughs> then the ice age it melted. <laughs> the ice age happened. Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, I don't think you humans even arrived in this island for like. I think it was after that, or something like that. I don't know. I can't. I'm not. We're not good at this. But yeah, stuff, but I always remember Mr. Walsh and and history saying to us that um, you know the way that they say like we have Celts, Celtic. Uh, and ancestry and stuff like that mm. we actually didn't we just traded with the Celts we're actually more tied our genes and stuff like that are more tied to to Spain because that's where they, they would have got the boats up that way yeah that's such like an arbitrary thing though isn't it you yeah know? why Spain that's like like might as well come from Morocco or something yeah, it's like the same know. distance you know no idea but yeah that, that, I'm pretty sure that is a thing yeah I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that's like the Basques yeah it's There's like, like some genetic thing that only we and the Basques have so they just, they just sailed up and just like took control yeah we're actually not Celtic yeah. But we just have... We must have traded with the Celts. Yeah. Well, the Celts are just random people, aren't they, in Europe? Yeah. I, think th- I don't know if they're like a set... I, I don't know anything... A, more of a culture, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think it is just more of a culture. Because yeah. I actually don't know anything about like Celts or anything like that. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> just had the Lunala and stuff yeah. like that. They look pretty cool. They, they should bring cool them back. Designs, yeah. yeah, they should bring them back. And their whole like, you know, dolmens and stuff. Yeah. Very cool stuff. 
we should write in like ohms or is that what they're called um, yeah ohms. Ohm, yeah. yeah we should write in that again <laughs> that would take ages let's <laughs> go back to that <laughs> yeah, yeah it was going all that wasn't even that long ago they used to write uh, they used to write in ohm till the 1300s here yeah you know not that long or was it it was like like a thousand years ago you know where did the alphabet come from I don't understand that I've never understood that yeah I feel like I've heard where did the alphabets come before but I don't know like what made that catch on yeah you know and like why why are numbers why why are numbers in Arabic numerals rather than, than Roman why is that I assume because they, they're the ones that discovered zero maybe yeah yeah yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Give it, to, give it to them. <laughs> yeah, well, we have to give them props. Yeah. We have to give them props. Yeah, good lads. Good anyway. lads, all the same. But I watched a few. I still got in a few movies in my in my travels. Few, few flicks. Few flicks over in the over across the way in Glas in Glaswegian land. Glas- Glasgow. Um, I watched the skin I live in. That doesn't sound very pleasant. No, it really wasn't. It was like it is very. It's, it's, it's a psychological horror. Um. Boy, howdy, it's fucked up. <laughs> really? Really, it's yeah. It and it's like it's not graphic. Okay, I want to give a little content warning. <laughs> it's not graphic. It's not content graphic. warning. Content <laughs> warning. There is like a few graphic rape scenes in the film, so <laughs> and they are essential to the plot. So we're gonna have to delve into that a little bit. So it is graphic. Yeah, it is graphic. Yeah. <laughs> but in terms of like you know when you hear like the skin yeah. I live in, you expect like skinnings. Yeah, I thought flaying and stuff like that, like like martyrs. Yeah, you don't get that, mm. thankfully. Thankfully, yeah. Um, oh, I just want to find out the director, because the director is Pedro Almodovar. I'm definitely butchering uh, him. I know, I know you're talking about Yeah. yeah. I've he's, just seen his name. I've seen his name. Apparently, he's a, he's a big head in like Spain. Um, I, This is my first film that he's that I've seen by him. So, when people called... Because uh, I'm looking on Letterboxd after I finished it. A lot of people are saying that it's really like misogynistic. And I was like, I don't really see it that... like. I don't really see it being misogynistic because the horror... Okay, so basically, the plot of the film is a guy is forced to have a sex... is kidnapped and then forced into having a sex change. And that is the whole... That's the twist in the film. And it comes up halfway through. Um, Very obviously when... Who we believe to be... And this is the cool... I actually... This is an aspect of the film that I appreciated is that... So the first half of the film where we see this this woman um locked away in this room and she's been like experimented on with her skin and stuff like that um and then it's revealed that no she is actually a he and that he was captured and uh forced to have a sex change but what i appreciate about the film is that the film doesn't is like like he he is still a he because mm. he does not want to have the sex change like yeah. he is still a man mm-hmm. and the film makes a point of that at like towards like after the twist is revealed he is still a man even though the people that are capturing him referred to him as she and stuff like that and like they're trying to mold him into being this female mm. he's not and that's like the whole let's i appreciate that aspect of the film but i can understand why people would say yeah, that like the horrifying aspect is like the worst thing that happened to a guy is that he becomes a woman um yeah, yeah, but, but I think it's, it's more so the fact that it's against his will. That is pretty <laughs> horrifying. Yeah, 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 especially when it's against his will. You know. Yeah, exactly. That's the whole point. That's that's what's horrifying. Yeah. If it was like, you know, consensual, mm-hmm. and then that's supposed. to be, Oh my god! Why would yeah. he do that? Yeah, I also but think though. Not. I also think that the, like in saying that that's misogynistic. 
that is almost transphobic because trans people, you know, a trans woman is always a woman, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A trans man is always a man. So it's a bit misog- So therefore, saying that it's misogynistic is almost transphobic. So <laughs> it goes just, on and loose. It's just <laughs> lots going on there, you know. Um, Some people to pick holes, you know. So, you know, I'm, you know, I'm not the guy to fucking make claim on either side of this because I'm a fucking straight cis white dude. Um, <laughs> but from my aspect of, of the film, uh, it wasn't really misogynistic. I just saw more. It's as- not the focus, is it? Well, there is a lot of focus on the fact that he doesn't have a dick anymore. Like, there's a major aspect over that. And they do kind of... Mm. Well, that's pretty horrifying if you don't want it to happen. Yeah. You know? Exactly. <laughs> that's like a pretty reasonable <laughs> yeah. thing to be horrified pretty re- by. Yeah, pretty pretty horrifying thing to happen to you. you yeah, know? yeah. Um, so, all that aspect of it is, like, it's real fucked up. Like, it's really fucked up. Um, there's scenes where, like, after the surgery has happened to him, he's... Uh, He's just like sitting there and the guy comes, the surgeon comes in and he puts all these like different sized like basically dildos in front of him. He's like, you're going to need to work your way up or else uh, your vagina is going to collapse in on itself and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be all fucked up. And you're just like, that, oh God. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> they're, they're really, they're really bare on that as well. It's, yeah, it, like, yeah. it's a bit like. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of those. Yeah. It sounds like one of those films where you just like, there's something you know, in the brain. Yeah. It's just like, ah, you know, it's just, that sounds, it sounds pretty hard. It's a horrifying premise. Yeah. It's interesting though. I, I, I kind of, I'm intrigued to watch it because it's on movie as it's well. It's on movie and it's not, it's on like Irish movie as well. Like you don't have to go far. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All the, the, all dif- the, the different layers and of like. VPNs and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so, Harvey Bardem is the guy that plays the surgeon in the film. King. King. That is one scary bastard. He is a king. He is a king. Yeah. I haven't seen him much though, but he is a king. I've never seen Desperado. Is that that film? Desperado is he in that? I've never seen that, but that's the f- that's the one with the, the like really iconic. I don't know what type of film it is. I assume it's an action film or something like that. I've no idea. Him and with his long hair. I'm pretty sure he's in that. With his long hair. I'm pretty sure that's him. I'm pretty sure he's got like long wavy locks in that film. Is it that film? No. Oh, it is. It is. I was right. Yeah, it is. Desperado. Desperado. Yeah, you know that shot. That one there. That's ah, him. that's him, isn't that's it? That's him, I yeah. thought that was Antonio Banderas. We had the DVD at home. Who, what did I say? Who did I say? Javier Bardem. Yeah, no, it's Antonio Banderas. Oh, <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait. This makes sense because I actually seen the the ads for this. The poster. Yeah, the poster. Yeah, sorry, scratch that. is isn't Javier Bardem. <laughs> oh, it's actually Antonio right. Banderas. They're all the same, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, the, Joking, but... They're both... They're both, you know, vaguely... Well, Antonio Madera's is Spanish. How about them? Is he Spanish as well? I think he's Mexican. Well, they're similar enough. Yeah, Spain, Sp- Mexico. It's like you know. Spain, Mexico, Ireland, Britain, all kind of... Yeah, you know. Much for much. You know. <laughs> um, yeah, Antonio Banderas is a scary bastard in this film. Um, I was wondering because I was like, I didn't know that he was in Dune. You were saying that beforehand. I was like, he's yeah. in Dune. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. That would, you would have worked as well. He's yeah. a good actor. Like, Yeah, Antonio he is Banderas. a good actor. Yeah, he is a good actor. Uh-huh. Um, I haven't seen him in much, though. Although he is puss in puss and boots, or in Shrek and puss and boots, mm, yeah. So he's got that. voice. Yeah, what else is he in? Yeah, he's got that silky, that silky, silky Spanish silky voice. Voice. He's in an interview with a vampire, Spy Kids. Oh yeah, yeah. Can't for- man, Spy Kids, Loki, extremely disturbing as well. Those thumb people. Those thumb when he people. gets turned into a thumb, that's one of the most horrifying things man, that you'll is ever see. Fucked up body horror. Oh uh, yeah, that literally just insane stuff yeah the big thumb they're all thumbs as well their <laughs> hands and their feet are all yeah. thumbs as well yeah 
fucked up. What the fuck is Spy Kids? I don't think <laughs> I've ever seen it in full, so I don't know what the full plot is. Uh, I can't remember. I have no idea. But I used to watch them quite a bit. Mm. Like this, There's three of them, I think. There's at least two, anyway. There's four. Is there four? The fourth one has Smellorama in it. Does it? Yeah. I don't really innovating technology in it. Yeah, I remember Sharkpoint Lava Girl had yeah. had a huge. I remember going seeing that. I was like, pretty this sure is that class. That was one, that was one of those three D films. with the blue and red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Spy Kids three was the, that the little paper glasses. Yeah, but the the best three D I've ever seen was Sharkpoint Lava Girl because they had the the screen like was like like the like they had like the the sheet of paper mm-hmm. for the fucking the screen, um, and the, but the projector only projected the image like. A, for a certain portion of the screen mm-hmm. so like things would flow off like little oh, bubbles would float off yeah yeah but yeah. like it'd still be on the screen it'd still be like, but like you would it'd be like in the black so you're like this is actually coming yeah. out of the screen I remember I was like I was like this is amazing that's mind blowing technology yeah mind blowing technology <laughs> it doesn't work now because no one has screened uh, SharePoint Lava Girl on 3D in about 20 years so it just doesn't yeah yeah I'm pretty sure it's uh, fucking SharePoint Lava Girl is that that or Spy Kids 3D Mm. Um, at home with those blue and red glasses. Oh, yeah. Why was that a thing? Like, why did Jeff that? Because those glasses know. just made the film look like shit. Yeah, yeah, but the gimmick. The, the gimmick. gimmick. I remember Sh- Channel Four once had a night where uh, you could make I don't know, or you could like get uh, glasses and they're blue and yellow. I remember you get them delivered to your gaff, and if you put them on, you apparently you could watch the TV and the Channel Four would be in 3D. Mad. But it's back in like 20, you know. Early 2010s. You know what I always think about sometimes? I yeah. always think about the fact that 3D TVs were a thing. Yeah. And then they just weren't. Yeah, man. The Goose still has a poster up for Sky Sports 3D football. I don't know. No one ever asked for 3D football. But yeah. for some reason, Sky, Sky put millions into like putting 3D TVs into like thousands of pubs and like uh, different places like around, you know, like Ireland and, and the UK. But like it lasted about a season, and then everyone just it was like, "Why would? Why we, would we watch yeah, that? Yeah, why? Like, who cares? Yeah, yeah. 3D. Yeah, it's such a weird gimmick, um, especially the TVs. Who wants to watch a TV when every time you sit down, you have to wear glasses? Yeah, well, that's our life, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, that is our life. But this, you know, the spectacle life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Well, that means you have to wear glasses on top of glasses, then. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. Plus, you don't want to watch like The Simpsons in 3D, so like no. it's an event. You sit down, and like, you wouldn't want it all the time. No, but it was a thing. It was a thing. I I kind of wanted one, but I did as well. But I'm pretty sure, like, you don't even want to watch it for like Avatar or something like that. Yeah, yeah, Avatar. Yeah. That is like the pinnacle of 3D experience. Well, it's coming back now next year, so we'll see what what crazy things yeah. has, James Cameron has in store. I wonder. I wonder. I'm wondering. But it's gonna live in anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, like it, like there's two very graphic rape scenes in it. Um, one of them is to advance the plot. One of them is kind of a karma thing, mm. which don't really know about that. That's a bit like mm, revenge. Like, so well, yeah, yeah. The uh, guy, the reason why he's has this forced sex change on him is because he's at a party and he's kind of out of it. And he ends up raping a girl. And beforehand, I was like, why is she acting so weirdly? And then it's revealed afterwards that she has, like, severe anxiety. And she had just been let out from from the hospital. Oh. And then she goes to a party and this happens to her. And then that makes it fucking ten times worse. Mm. And she goes on to cut herself by suicide. So, yeah, not a good buzz. And vibes, then yeah. when when he has the sex change 
happened to him, he's then raped. And I feel like the reason for that is to be a karma thing, which ain't great. I don't don't like rape being used in a film like that. I don't like rape being in the film at all, but <laughs> if you're gonna have it in, I don't want it to be a karma thing. I don't know, it's just weird. Well, he sounds like a pretty bad guy to be fair. Yeah, and that's the thing as well. Like, there's no good characters in this film. Like, I saw people on Letterboxd being like, why would you make the hero a rapist? It's like, why are you calling the main character a hero? Yeah, who's he the hero? He's just the victim. Like, the victim in the grander... I don't know. He's kind of... He's a victim to this forced exchange. Mm. He isn't... He isn't he's a good... He's still a rapist. He's still a rapist. Like, he's not a good guy. Yeah. No one in the film. There's <laughs> literally no good characters in the film. What about the doctor? Well, he's after forcing, oh, he's yeah, after sorry. torturing and then sure. <laughs> forcing someone to have sex. It's just Antonio Banderas, yeah. man. You get lost in his eyes. <laughs> it's like, oh, I cool. agree, man. <laughs> he's clearly all right, you know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and there's like, there's like, it's one of those films that there's no moral tale. Like, it's just, here's a really fucked up thing that, that, that this film is about. And if you kind of read into it, maybe, maybe it's a bit fucking misogynistic and a bit trans i don't know if it's, it probably is a bit transphobic i'm just kind of reading into it that way um and it's also a bad and it's use of rape but you know not a buzz but it's beautifully it's, shot yeah. <laughs> Matt, it sounds kind of good though it is if good. you don't focus on all those yeah. controversial if parts. you just take it on surface enough level yeah it's yeah. good uh-huh. horror horror good horror just watch this horror film don't think but see the thing is as well it's not a horror film. It is a horror film, but no. like the thing is about um Alamon Dover, however the fucking pronounce his name, is that he has um other films. Apparently he has a, a a trilogy which is unofficially called the Trans Trilogy. Apparently yeah. his treatment of trans people in those in the other films ain't fucking great. So I haven't seen those other films, so I don't know the context of like I don't know what happens in those films. Mm. So Maybe if you went through his catalog and then you came, if I came back to this, I'd be like, yeah, no, this ain't great. It's just for my first time, my first dip, my first toe into the deep end. <laughs> um, it didn't seem that bad, but maybe, mm. maybe it is. I just not able to have, I don't know his, his Uber and I don't really have the capabilities of reading into it that way. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I will find out. Take this recommendation with a major pinch of salt. Big bucket of salt. Yeah. Well, it'd be, I, I, it sounds intriguing to me. And it's only yeah. it's short enough, isn't it? It's two hours. Two hours. That's like, you know. The first, hour is a bit, the first half hour is a bit slow, though. Really? Yeah. Like, when it's building up and it's all this, like, what the fuck is going on? Because there's all this stuff, like, the first, pl- the first, like, quarter of the film is basically about this, like, the, the, the doctor creating, um, like a hot, like a super skin that doesn't get burnt and won't get uh doesn't and like emits this like pheromone that like mosquitoes won't bite so people can't get malaria from it. Mm. And you're like, oh, so that's what the that's what the plot is about. But then that's dropped after like the first half an hour and is never brought up again because it goes back in time and then comes jumps forward to like the present moment mm. and then the last act like moves on. So what does that first part have to do anything? I think it's it's the deal with the doctor. Um, his wife died in a car crash, and that's what he's also doing to this guy is that he's molding him into the image of his wife, mm. and then he starts to fall in love with him. Um, so it's all this stuff about like lust and possessing. There's this whole thing in the film definitely about like um women not really having any autonomy because uh-huh. it he this this man is literally molding someone into. His idea of a perfect woman. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, so probably in that way it is a bit misogynistic, but it's also like the film isn't like the bad guy is doing that. Like it's not it's saying, not condoning it. It's yeah, not. Con- yeah. It's it's like it's saying like this is fucked up. <laughs> yeah, it's a horror film. It's, yeah, it's not, a horror it's film. It's not like a coming of age drama. You, you know. know? Um. So he's so the repellent skin is because his the or the anti burn skin is because his wife was burnt to death in a car crash. But like now that I think about it now, man, that's just gonna end up cooking someone from the inside out. Like <laughs> What, the skin? Yeah, because the skin might not burn, but everything else is gonna be fucking boiling hot underneath it. Yeah, yeah. Ah, sure, you know. He'll figure it out. He'll you know? figure it out. He's smart enough. Antonio, <laughs> he's made this fucking unreal skin that doesn't burn, yeah, so he's come, come this far, you know, he'll, he'll figure it out. But yeah, it's all, and, you know, it's all, that third, like, the first <coughs> half hour is like, what the fuck is going on? Oh, he's, this woman's being experimented on, that's what's going on, and then it goes down the rabbit hole of, like, no, this is what is actually going on, mm. is that he's, like, tortured this person. It's yeah. fucked up. But some good psychological horror. That's what you want. Yeah. In a, you know, if you're into that. Yeah. If you're into that. Yeah, if you're into that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I watched a similar film, kind of. Mm. Not really a similar film, but a horror film that's kind of Another overlooked. Another psychological horror. Yeah, psychological horror. Overlooked psychological horror. 1989 film called Parents. Uh, very poorly received, as always. Mm-hmm. Something like 50% on Rotten Tomatoes. People didn't like it. Roger Ebert said it was said it was shite. He said he didn't like it or whatever. Fuck him. Yeah, he doesn't know anything. That's, uh, that's when I was like, I want to watch this film. Because <laughs> it has a, it's sort of generated a cult following in the meantime. Uh, it's the, the debut uh, film of this guy called Bob Baladan mm-hmm. I think is his name or Bob Baladan or something like that but he's the guy it. <laughs> he was in um, he was in Altered States he's the best friend of the main character in Altered States you'd recognise him everyone would recognise him if you saw him he's in he's in loads of things mm-hmm. um, like he's literally in like he does cameos in Wes Anderson Wes Anderson films and stuff like that um, and it was his directo- directorial uh, debut and it was poorly received, but uh, it's it's obviously it's, it's gained this new kind of uh, cult following in recent times. So I decided to watch it. Jesus, this man is in loads. He's in loads of stuff, yeah. And uh, it's pretty good. Like it's it's um, it's about this kid. It's all shot from the perspective of this kid. This kid called Michael, um, and he's like a I don't know. He's like ten or he's like nine or ten, and he's like moved to a new town. Um, and the whole thing is like sort of uh, set up as like a weird kind of parody of 1950s America. Mm-hmm. Like you have like the sort of uh, the ideal like white pick is white pick offense kind of thing. Yeah, the housewife mother, like the sort of you know the gruff kind of masculine ideal father, who's played by Randy Quaid, the mm-hmm. guy from Independence Day, like the crazy guy. He's yeah. like he's like I'm back, and then <laughs> he gets blown up. But he's he's the father. He's the dad, and. Uh, the kids move to this new town and the kid's like weird, you know, like he's just like, he's clearly something wrong with him. He looks like, you know, uh, ever see uh, Meet the Robinsons? Ever see that film? Yes. You know the scene where the kid, it's in like a meme, you know, the, the kid with like the really dark eyes, the Goob. baggy eyes. Goob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he looks like Goob. Yeah. <laughs> he is Goob. He's just this like sort of dud kid. Uh, hey, and Goob, want to come over to my house? They all hated me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he is. He's just Goob, but like he's not as like, he's obviously likable, mm-hmm. and uh, you know he's more chipper and stuff like that. And he struggles to make friends in school, but he, he, he's like this still a small kid as well. He makes friends with this uh, this really tall girl in, in, in school, and they have these really bizarre conversations. These really like bizarre exchanges where she says like she's from the moon, <laughs> and um, 
like it's nothing to do with the plot but just it's like uh the whole thing is kind of has this vibe of just being really kind of i don't know it's like it's like fabulous it's mm-hmm. like kind of uh like you're not sure what's real and what's not yeah because it's so like what you're presented with is so influenced by the fact that it's all from the perspective of this child mm-hmm. who is clearly in like a weird situation with his parents but you're not sure what exactly his parents like what's weird about it because yeah it's established about like half an hour the, f- the film's only an hour and 20 minutes which is like that's why i was like sign yeah. me up get me into that and uh it's established about half an hour in that he's at one point he's walked in on his parents having sex and uh but he's like through his like child mind he's interpreted it as his dad uh consuming his mother like oh, like eating her and so like, he has there's a lot of dream sequences and he has stuff like uh dreaming about falling into bed and then the cover is like sort of uh fold up and it's, it turns into a pool of blood and he's like drowning in a pool of blood it's a lot of blood and uh like different dreams about like uh his parents consuming like these these like huge chunks of meat and so like there's all this uh kind of like lead up to the idea that maybe they're cannibals mm. but at the same time he's like an unreliable he's clearly an unreliable narrator he's just a child yeah um and so there's a, like a very big kind of emphasis on you know relations like sort of the uh relations with the parents like the that whole kind of aspect of like the the formative years and like how parents pass their kind of like you know trauma and like yeah whatever like they're like their hang-ups onto their kids and the sort of generational aspect of that so you're like oh is this like a family coming of age kind of thing well like you would have been like that if you saw it like in the cinema or whatever yeah. like I, I i know it was like i went into it now it's like a black comedy kind of like uh almost like a body horror kind of yeah thing. And that becomes really apparent at the end of the film. Like you knew what to expect before going into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's always such a weird thing with like, like critiquing a film because it wasn't what you wanted instead of take critiquing it for what it is. What do you mean? Like, I always feel like we should go back to Texas Chainsaw 2 and kind of taking it for more for what it was. Yeah, mate. Well, you liked that, didn't you? Oh, sorry. I think it's mm. the third best, but that's not saying much in mm. terms of Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, I didn't like that film at all. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. It wasn't trying to be Texas Chainsaw. Yeah. It was something else entirely. So maybe. Yeah. I, I will float around to it sometime, you know. When the new one's out. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> Eventually when that thing was out. Yeah, that has two months to come out now. But I always think that like, that is a that is always a struggle for when you're going into a film and you're expecting one thing and the film isn't that. Like, is it okay for you to then reject the film for not being what you wanted it to be? I don't think so, no. No. You know, I have to reflect on yourself. Yeah. Like, like why was I I was duped you know yeah it's like it's like someone uh, you get pranked you're like you get, you get mad at the person yeah it's it's like, like, why the fuck did you prank me yeah it's you fell for like yeah. you know you have, to, you have to blame yourself I don't know but like I don't think that's the reason why it was uh, it was like poorly received because it, it, it kind of straddles like 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 four or five different genres it's like a horror and it's a comedy and it's like a family drama family drama as like a thriller at some points and stuff like that, yeah. but it never commits to any of them. Like it's yeah. not, it's not that funny. Yeah. Like it's kind of funny, but it's in a funny and kind of like a slapstick kind of way. Mm. Like it's kind of, uh, it's like cartoonish, but it's not. You know, it's not laugh out loud funny. And the horror, it's it's pretty horrifying, but it's like sort of alleviated by the fact that it's kind of like half it is tongue in cheek. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really commit to the, to the commit to the the horror aspects till the very end yeah. like, it, it does pay off really well at the end I think um, it's kind of like a Twilight Zone episode or something you know very yeah, very very yeah. w- 
very very well done very very simple premise um and like something that like would uh i don't know it wouldn't make you think would be like oh that was really good mm-hmm. you know and that's like a is it is an interesting way to sort of uh sort of present generational i don't know family dynamics yeah um in like a horror kind of way yeah yeah because uh it ends up that it ends up that the the kid isn't that the dreams are actually real mm-hmm. and that the parents actually are cannibals yeah and that they have corpses in the basement and that they consume meat for some reason and there's something in there about the dad being a uh, he's he manufactures agent orange for the for the for the military so i don't know something about the you know the perfect bourgeois dad yeah you know taking home bringing home the Putting putting food on the table. Bring home the bacon. Yeah, bringing home the bacon. But the bacon is human flesh yeah. that he's that he's earned by uh, you know bombing third world nations on the other side of the world and stuff like that. Yeah, and the, the kid has like a, the kid is a, ve- is a vegetarian all through the film, <laughs> so like he has some kind of moral objection to it. And the 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 running kind of it's almost like a gag through the film is the dad trying to get the kid to eat his meat. Yeah, and if he doesn't eat his meat, he gets sent to bed, and then he has his nightmares. So there's something in there about like you know. Uh, you know, I don't know. They're, they're C- clashing, def- clashing of generations. It definitely sounds like there is something there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I didn't. I wasn't like you know, mm, or like taking notes about that. But it's, there's definitely something about that. Mm-hmm. It's just really, really well done. Very. So- I think you'd really like it. Very it sounds solid like film. A, it sounds like a film I'd, I'd enjoy. I actually have heard of the, when you were saying if you heard of the film Parents before we started. It's like no, but now I'm looking at the letterbox like oh, I recognize that image. Like I've seen mm. like the that parent like the the mom and dad. Mm. before like as a couple in something i don't know where i've seen it before uh, i just i know i actually do know of the film yeah it's a good one um, it's a good one that's interesting though it sounds it's pretty creepy yeah it's when pretty was creepy. it 1980 89 yeah, yeah. 89 very very much forgotten those like those late 80s horror films where they're kind of like body horror and they got all all fucking weird with it like i watched society probably about a month ago or something now um but I didn't talk about it on the podcast, but it's a similar thing. Mm, society, um, what's that? It's um, it's a body horror film where the uh, the social elites aren't human; they're some other species, and they like absorb people. Mm. And they have these weird. It's actually kind of. I think you'd enjoy it as well. They actually have like orgies, like these <laughs> fucked up orgies like they did in real life. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they consume like the lessers and the lower classes and stuff like that. Oh, fuck. But they all like mold into like this one big. Um, amorphous blob mm. um, and it's a, like black comedy as well what's the uh, what's the year 88 or 89 88. that sounds pretty cool yeah yeah that up See, it, that's the thing they kind of sound like a, it's not Twilight Zone actually they sound like they're Goosebumps episodes 89 89 yeah 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 something about 89 yeah but like it's it's a goose it literally is a, it's a Goosebumps episode there's an episode of Goosebumps where the parents are you know vampires yeah and they all they, they feast on humans but it's not you know, you don't realize that it's like the twist at the mm-hmm. end of the episode, and you're like, ah, yeah. And there's one with like, uh, where the school, the popular kids at school are lizards and stuff like that, <laughs> and you don't realize that they actually are lizards till the end. You know, yeah. it's just. But I love that kind of stuff. I cozy, do. I do cozy, co- like pea cozy, like perfect genre fare mm-hmm. for uh, for horror and like science fiction kind of stuff. I do always enjoy that kind of horror where it's like there's something wrong with the adults or something like that. Mm, yeah, yeah. I always enjoyed it. That was my favorite bits in, like, It was my favorite parts where it's like, the grown-ups 
they're aware of what's going on, but they're not doing anything about it. Mm, yeah. Uh, and it's like infecting them as well. It's like that parental trauma thing. Um, It's always interesting. Yeah, it's always good. Like, yeah. It's always good fun. It's always like, it's safe horror. You know, yeah. it's not something where you're like, Ugh! because the kid is or never you... actually gonna get fucked up unless it's it. But like, the kids never actually yeah. do get fucked up. Yeah, exactly. And it's not like, you know, no one's getting you know their skin peeled off or like mm. getting chopped up. And there's no like, it's not going to stick with you. Like maybe it'll stick with you, but like in like kind of like a surface, like at the yeah. top of the head. And you're like, ah, that's that was a good one, you know. Yeah. And you go to bed and you have like, oh, you have a, a nice sound sleep. But that, yeah. for me anyway, that's the perfect. That's my perfect kind of movie. Perfect, yeah. like easy, nice. You know, a little bite-sized horror. Yeah, easy horror. Easy horror. That's yeah. You know, you can't you can't say no on a Halloween on a Halloween buzz. You know. Yeah, I actually forgot that this is this is our Halloween episode. This is our Halloween episode. Yeah, yeah. So it's coming out November first. Well, anyway. Ah, uh, sure. Look, <laughs> top shit. It's our uh, yeah yeah. It'll be it'll be alright. It'll be fine. Be grand. It'll be alright, man. It'll be grand. But you also saw a new movie, didn't you? I was in the cinema. I returned to the cinema again this week. I returned to the cinema on. Monday. Two, two weeks in a row seeing new movies, Mark. Two you, weeks in a row. What are you up to, bro? It was pretty insane because I was... Uh, I went to go see Dune. I saw it in IMAX. Mm. Um, the only way to watch it. The, the only way to watch it, yeah. that's. But it's, it's actually very hard to see films in IMAX in Ireland. Or in Dublin, anyway. Or yeah. in our immediate vicinity. There's like there's 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 cinemas out there. I think Carlo... Does Odeon not do IMAX? The, in Blanchett does, yeah. In Blanche, not that's the one, not the one at the end of the point. No, mad. I don't think so. Anyway, it didn't show up online. I, yeah. I was looking. Um, it's only Cineworld, and there's the one in Blanche, and then there's one in Carlo. There we are shitting on fucking Cineworld last last week, but you know it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, yeah. The, the IMAX is like the screen is so big. Yeah, it's it's amazing. But that's exactly the o- it's the only way to see Dune because mm-hmm. that's how it was shot. It was shot to be seen on IMAX. Yeah. But not in like a Christopher Nolan kind of way. It's like, I want people to go see the real experience and then it's just Batman like punching people and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. It's like the... Yeah, there's no landscape shots or anything like that in, yeah, there's in no, Nolan films. There's no particular reason why Nolan would need like that much because all the films are shot in like cities and stuff. And, like it's all... On close corridors and stuff like that. Yeah, like. it's all, like, it's all like, like short shots and like, you know, medium shots and stuff like that. I never even thought about the fact that Christopher Nolan does that. Like mm. all of his films are like... Like, they're big budgets, whatever. But there's never any, like, mind-blowing... Except for, like, Inception, where, like, the city folds in on itself. Yeah, yeah. But most of the time, there's nothing grand about his films. It's just <laughs> shot, you know, as any other film. Well, really. Interstellar. But anyway, besides that one. <laughs> Inter- yeah, Interstellar, I'd say, would have been amazing. I didn't, yeah. I didn't see that in IMAX, though. But, um... No, but Dune is... Dune, the whole of Dune is, like, the, the characters are pretty much, like, incidental. Mm-hmm. Which is the best part about the film? Yeah, like the characters don't like. There's not even that much of a plot, which is insane for like. Yeah. I'm not going to spoil it because most people haven't seen it because it only came out last. And week. most people have no idea what the plot of Dune is. Yeah, but the thing is, it doesn't really matter. To be honest, I have no idea what the plot of Dune is either. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty simple. Like, um, but there's just like these all these little details that bog it down. Um, but you don't. It doesn't. It doesn't matter that much. Like, this, it's, it's it's just a hero's journey. Yeah, which is very very simple. Like A B C kind of thing uh, it's what inspired Star Wars so like everyone knows yeah. the Star Wars story um, but the whole thing what's, what sets it apart is the the scale the scale of the film is absolutely insane mm-hmm. like the shots like Dennis Villeneuve like he's a meme he, the guy's a pure meme but he's a meme for a reason because yeah. the meme is correct the meme is true the myths are true because it's a, it's a it's the best film I've seen in cinema in a long long time um, 
it's like the perfect cinema film as well. It's like the perfect thing to go see as an event. Mm-hmm. You know, event cinema. Event cinema. Yeah, it's we like, haven't had that in a very long time. In a long time, like something like like Endgame would stand out. I think I saw Endgame as well in, in IMAX. But yeah, Endgame. But yeah, I, I forgot about that. Yeah, or was it Endgame? It was Infinity War or something like that. But like, it's it's a whole different ball game because it's just there's so much going on. This and like, is like this is the first film. And it's not the end of a fucking 10-year journey up until this point. Yeah, yeah. This is Dune. And it uses, like, if, like the, the Endgame stuff like that, it's more like the the scale is within, is the story itself. Yeah. Because there's so many characters and it's like all these different arcs, all, all these different storylines yeah. coming together. But, like, the, the film itself is, like, completely unremarkable yeah. as, like, a visual spectacle. But Dune is, like, the opposite. It's, like, it's a story that most people don't know. But like everyone kind of knows, and the story doesn't matter that everyone, much. Everyone's heard about the big worms. Yeah, everyone knows the worms, and everyone knows the hero's journey, um, and it doesn't really matter. But you have the when you combine it with the visual spectacle, like it's because Dune has like a huge history with uh, uh, Jodorowsky and Lynch. Yeah, like two of the greatest filmmakers of like you know recent of modern times, trying to make it and like like failing. Like, Do you ever hear about what Jodorowsky wanted to do? Yeah, it was like a 10-hour film with Mick Jagger. And it was even more. I think it was like a 20-hour film. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. A 10-hour film or 20-hour film with like Mick Jagger and like Salvador Dali and like uh, Orson Welles was going to play the villain and stuff yeah. like that. And uh, he had... but all these Geiger as well, like yeah. doing all the art. Yeah, all these people were signed on. Like the film was ready to go. Mm-hmm. But there's no, there was no way... It's too big of a project. Yeah, too big of a project. Yeah, yeah. And so he never made it. And then Lynch tried it and it was like... He tried to fit it into one film. Uh, this one this this new one is split into two parts so mm-hmm. the, the the film that's out right now it's two hours and 40 minutes but it only covers the h- half of the story yeah and it ends very very suddenly um, but at the same time it's like you don't feel it I did, I did not feel it at all yeah like coming into the last sequence if you had asked me how long like how long had like a, a lap since the start of the film I would have said like an hour 20 an hour 30 that's I, mad. I was prepared to sit there for another two three hours like i yeah. would i would have sat and watched a five-hour film well that will be the night ne- when the next one comes out that's what you're gonna get a double bill yeah that would but i will i will go yeah. and see that because it's just like uh me- remember when avatar came out and people had like were like fucking they had like a depression stuff after yeah. coming out of it that's the kind of thing i don't know about i didn't see avatar in, in imax but like doing this kind of thing where you're like consumed by like the, the scale of the it. scale of it yeah it's insane the way everything is shot it's so beautiful and there's like the sound i don't know it's imax again but the sound like you feel everything yeah because you were worried before from this from the first trailer about the color palette of the film yeah it is pretty bleak but um i think that's just that's kind of part of the scale because yeah. it's kind of like a it's like a planetary level kind of thing mm-hmm. like if they're all in like bright colors and stuff you know that's fine it's almost more like more realistic yeah it's like a because Blade Runner obviously is like Blade Runner 20, 2049 is the last film Villeneuve did and uh, that's like like famous for like neon the, yeah, everything r- really like garish neons and stuff and that worked for that film but that film is extremely boring like, <laughs> <laughs> a very very boring film and there's like it's like uh, it's so slow but like that's what he's going for. Dune is like not like that at all. Like there's mm-hmm. action sequences and like it's there's a real clip to the film. Is the action good in it? Yeah, the action's good. Yeah, there's like that's the thing. There's a real like tactile feel to everything because there's the everything's just done very well. And sound design's amazing. And set design's amazing. The graphics are incredible. Yeah, you know, and like you get a real feel. 
it's something that you, I haven't seen in a film in like a long time, like where you get a feel that there's a that is like there is like a planetary scale to it. Mm-hmm. That it's like this is in space. Yeah, you know, this is something that's like you know that the 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 story has consequences beyond the screen that you're actually looking at. Yeah, yeah. It's like the the ambition is something that like I don't know. It's just something I haven't seen in a long time or haven't felt. That, as, a, yeah. as a cinema that has me excited to see it now like it's just hu- like hugely ambitious films kind of thing like you you it's, it's it's almost like from a different world like that's what you want from science fiction like to be transported or to be shown things from a different world yeah dune is like something from a different world in the sense that's a film that w- shouldn't be made in like our timeline yeah yeah it's yeah. something that you feel you know belongs in like the 60s or like mm-hmm. like a more ambitious kind of time period for cinema yeah it's like it's kind of like out of time in that kind of way like a 2001 kind of time yeah, yeah 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 it's just like it's just pure out there um but yeah the story is actually pretty thin like there's mm. the based on what i know the of the the full story of dune there's like two-thirds of the book left that's what they but i feel like anyone going into this film that knew anything about dune kind of knew that that's what it was going to be it was going to be light on plot because it kind of had to be. Because mm. all I've ever heard about Dune is that it is extremely dense. Yeah. Like it is. There's so many characters. It is the sci-fi novel. It is the dense, like, 800 page, whatever fucking long it is, mm. monolith of, like, the greatest sci-fi story ever told or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Because it's <clears> like, <throat> it, like the, the book itself has this mythological repu- reputation yeah. in science fiction. But it's also, like, drawing on... Obviously, it's drawn drawn on the hero's journey, but it's also drawn on like uh, religion and stuff like that, like Islam and yeah. um, Islam and Christianity and the whole idea of a messiah. But it's, it's it's I don't know, maybe I'm overreacting. But it's the kind of thing where you feel like like it's you feel the mythos behind mm-hmm. it. Like there's a mythological aspect to what you're seeing. You feel the grandeur as you're watching it. Yeah, yeah. That's it's cool. like it's like the way. Uh, I know the way in Harry Potter, you'd be like, oh, he's the chosen one, stuff like that. It's like the, it's, it's, yeah, the it's kind like of fucking thing. eight films until that happens. Yeah, yeah, so you're the chosen one. And it's like, it's like, it's part of the story, and you just kind of like accept it as it goes along. And in Dune, like you have Timothy Chalamet, who's very, very good as, uh, as Paul. They're all very mm-hmm. good. Um, what's his name? Uh, Josh Brolin. He's very Is good. Is he in it as well? Yeah, yeah, he's class. He's, he's, I really like Josh Brolin. He's like a mercenary. Yeah. He's, he's very, he's very good. Um, but yeah, like in this film, like uh, my stupor is in a day in this film. Ah, huh? is in a day in this film. Yeah, she's in it for about ten minutes. Yeah, at the end of the film, she's gonna be big in the next one. I'd say, mm. but um, like uh, yeah, Timothy Chalamet is Paul in this, and like what a space name, Paul. Yeah, yeah, they have, <laughs> yeah. Everyone's called like a uh, fucking Harkonnen and like Gurney and like uh, Leto, and then it's just Paul. <laughs> Paul is the Messiah. <laughs> just Paul, the white guy. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. He's just he's just a, he's a white guy on this you know Muslim planet. And uh, there's there's like uh, yeah he he's like he's the Messiah and it's established like it's kind of like implied straight away. But it's the the build up. It's it's like kind of teasing it, and it's like building it up in a way that like everyone's like, oh shit. It's kind of in uh, the fact that he has to prove himself. Yeah, that he could do this. And he has to prove himself to the you know the natives and like this weird like order of magical nuns and stuff like that it's like a there's just a real gravity to it for some reason i i'm not my favorite type of storytelling and i don't know what it is is when 
and it is kind of one of my problems with like a lot of films is that they are predictable. For some reason, one of my favorite storytelling techniques is here is like the chosen one or the one that's going to be the greatest of all time, but it's going to take fucking ages for that to happen. Yeah. And we're going to make you wait for it. And then when it eventually happens, it's going to be extremely satisfying. Yeah. I think like that's the reason why I like wrestling so much because a lot of storytelling in wrestling is that. Yeah, yeah. And one piece is like that. Um, it's like, here is your main character. They will eventually overcome the big odds, but it's going to take, you know, yeah, ages to get to that point. Yeah, that's what this film is. This, uh, yeah. this film is about the, the fall of the house of yeah. Atre- of Paul's uh, family house, like the fall of the house of Atreides. Um, and the film basically ends at that. But yeah. like the, and the implication is what's going to happen next is the redemption. Yeah. But everyone knows that's what's going to happen next. It's not a spoiler, you yeah. know? But like, yeah, it's obvious. But it's the hype behind it. You're like, yeah. you're like, how is he going to do that? Yeah, because this is at like a cosmic scale, and it's not just a cosmic scale in like a Star Wars sense where he gets like he jumps on a ship, and like you know, jets off the next planet and conquers the world. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's the screen is fucking huge, and it's yeah. like, it's like the the music and like the landscapes. You're like, this is actually this is cosmic. Yeah, you know? that's another thing. The ships, the ships are insane. Like, there's such a huge like scale and weight to them. Do they use anything from like? Uh Geiger's fucking imagine like what he thought of the ships and stuff like that at all. I've no idea. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah, I was just wondering if you. It looks. It look. Oh, it looks does it look Geiger esque at all? Um, uh, not really. Yeah, no, not really. Probably not then. It just looks kind of like you know creepy. You know. Yeah. It's kind of spooky, spooky vibes. It has a cool kind of uh, ecological message as well because the whole thing is the it's about the planet Arrakis, which they the Atreides What's it called? Arrakis. <laughs> Iraq, yeah, that's the whole thing. It's it's like really, really. I thought you did say Iraq when you first said, yeah, yeah. yeah this fa- this family, the Atreides, are, are given. Uh, it's not very subtle at all. It's is not it? subtle at all. They're given this planet called Arrakis, which has a, a really precious uh, mineral resource, oh which is used to control the universe or the Imperium. Yeah, uh, it's called Spice, and it's produced. It's basically worm shit. It's like the giant worms mm-hmm. that they have uh, running around the sand dunes. Uh, they they shit out spice. And spice is like a uh, used control. It's like a psychoactive substance or something yeah. like that. Do you but see? Any, do you see the big worms? Yeah, yeah, you see the worms. Are they yeah. big? There's, yeah, the, oh man, the worms. The scale of the yeah. worms is great, and because um, they have like they kind of leave you sort of hanging for a bit. Mm-hmm. There's like sort of uh, you don't see them. Yeah, it's not like, like tremors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it's a big reveal, and you're like, "Fucking hell!" Um, but it's like SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking when it, when it reared up. I was like, "Oh, fucking hell!" You know, or it's like. Um, what was it? Dead Man's Chest, parts of the Caribbean. Yeah, the, the Kraken. The, the Kraken, yeah. yeah, yeah. But um But yeah, the, so they have this precious resource, which is you know, it's Iraq. It's it's a metaphor for the Middle East, uh, and OPEC generally back in the day. And then the spice is oil, mm-hmm. obviously. And the Emperor is America, pretty yeah. much. And Paul is this like unforeseen messiah who will bring balance to the force and somehow, you know, combine the native kind of, uh, I don't know, spirit with the, uh, I don't know, the fucking technological uh, superiority yeah. of, of the empire. Something like, kind of like a Napoleon in space, but he's also Muslim, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. So, it's uh, and there's like a huge ecological message, because it's like, it is a desert, but at the same time you have like, there's like so much life in the desert, you have the worms, and there's like this little, there's a little like mouse that runs around at one point, there's like mm. a, a completely pointless scene, which is just there to show that there's like huge like life underneath the, the dunes and the yeah. sands. It's not just like this this desert, which is like, you know, the the analog for that in real life is that like, you know, the Middle East isn't just 
you know oil and sand yeah. there's like people people you know, live there people live there and there's like it's a huge kind of ecosystem it's you know it's not just a something to be toyed with or whatever but uh it's like it's gonna be the second one's gonna be great i'm yeah. high for the second one anyway i think it's i think it's very good you, sh- you should go see they've it. confirmed as well that it is gonna be made thank god yeah, yeah. I, it'll be a while it'll be a while coming though yeah. two years two three years it's a yeah it's but it's not like one of those things like ah first film didn't that good we're not gonna make a second one mm. like they've already announced yeah no the second one is in pre-production now. Well, the first one has done pretty well in terms of like, it, uh, the yeah. box office films seemingly are doing well again like mm. halloween kills did really well in the box office yeah yeah that didn't even deserve yeah it, it was, just, <laughs> which was mad yeah, yeah i don't understand how halloween kills well, obviously loads of people must have seen the first one yeah 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 that's done is that doing better than the first one I saw it was doing pretty well. As far as I know, I think Halloween 2018 is the highest grossing mm. slasher of all time. I think yeah. it is. I think it did better because I'm pretty sure Scream was it and then Rob Zombie remake, the first one was, and now Halloween 2018 is, I think. Yeah, but what about Halloween Kills? Uh, no, I assume, I I think probably would have heard if it's broke records, something it has. Yeah, I don't think it has. But Dune is a uh, Dune is the is a uh, is the Messiah in that sense, you know. Yeah, it's it's the, the chosen one to save cinema. Yeah, it was the perfect <laughs> film to have after restrictions after after everything. all this has happened. You know, I don't know if it's just the fact that I haven't I haven't been to cinema obviously regularly in years. Yeah, but there's like proper hype. It's one of those things where I came out of the cinema, I was like, that was am- like I literally I was like hyped for like hours afterwards. Which it's mad how many films came out as well this week. Like French Dispatches out as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was on this one. I haven't really heard that much about that film, though. Yeah, neither have I. <laughs> I probably won't see that, to be fair. I th- I, that's a film to just watch at home. Yeah, I'll watch that when it comes like, out. It's a cozy Wes Anderson film. Mm. Yeah, it'll be on that Netflix or something. Yeah, sort of Disney, probably. Disney, Disney Plus seems to have all the, all of his films. Mm. Boss Baby 2 is out as well. Dune, that step came aside. <laughs> <laughs> that came out of nowhere. Man, I, ever thought, I thought Boss Baby 2 was already out. Really? I thought that film came out like after the year after Boss Baby. I thought the two of them were out yeah, at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just kept, I just keep getting trailers for it. Like in the last week, like there's no no build up at all. I I keep getting surveys on Facebook asking, uh, would you like you know the thing like, uh, could you take some time out yeah. to help us or whatever? And the question is always, have you seen any trailers for Boss Baby in the last two weeks? What the fuck? You know? That makes no sense. So th- th- that's obviously part of their production budget. To just bomb people with ads. Yeah. I don't know why they're targeting me. I don't know if I'm in the Boss Baby 2 demographic, but... You must be. Must be doing the right things. Yeah, they've just seen... <laughs> they've seen Parapod, like, you know what? Boss Baby 2. <laughs> Boss Baby 2. <laughs> that seems like the film that these type of, these guys would like. Yeah. <laughs> That's our next our next field trip. Yeah. We're going to go see Boss Baby 2 in IMAX. <laughs> 3D. Something <laughs> 5D. The seats yeah, and everything. Yeah, 4D, 3DX. <laughs> <laughs> smell aromas when the baby farts. You can smell it. Yeah. Oh, man. The experience is insane. Can't fucking wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we uh, go for a break. Ah, yeah. And now, to finish off our Halloween franchise binge with, first off, Halloween, H20 or H2O. Just add water. (laughs) 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 Um, So this is a sequel. This is now ignoring uh, 4, 5, and 6. H20 is a direct sequel to Halloween 2. It follows Laurie 20 years on, hence the name Halloween 20, um, 20 years on from the events of Halloween 2. She's now working in a college 
She works in a posh private school in Northern California. Yeah. As she says. And what's Michael up to? Michael's just... It's actually never explained what Michael is doing. Yeah, he's or what, been... why he's waited 20 years. Why he's... Uh, he's just know, been chilling. Why has he, deci- he decided to come back? Why does he show up in a mask and the boiler suit again? You know, none of it is, there's none of it is actually explained. Because it's the seventh Halloween franchise at the t- Halloween film at the time. Yeah. There's your explanation. That's why he's wearing one. Yeah, yeah, but like, I don't know. There's just like no setup. Yeah. There's no set. It's 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 the whole film is summed up in the title. Yeah. Twenty oh, years later. Yeah, that's that's it. It's know. the same. It's the first film, but twenty years later. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And you have the whole aspect of like, um, trauma. Trauma, and he's in, he's in a a co- like a a student dorm. That's M- it. Man, the mask in this one pissed me off. Why? The hair on it. Ah, oh, the afro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he looks like uh, <laughs> he looks really strange. Yeah. Oh, it like, it, and he has eyebrows for some reason. It fucking annoys me watching <laughs> it. I was like, where does he look so bad? Man, like, you know, he had to buy a new one. Twenty years, like. Why? Okay, right. Why the fuck in Halloween is the mask so like? different in every film mm. like in fucking jason doesn't have a different fucking ho- hockey mask when he eventually gets his, his hockey mask mm. like in general it looks the fucking same it's a hockey mask why the fuck is this william shatner mask so hard to fucking get right yeah yeah <laughs> it's like they can't have made that many like surely they can find the one that was used in the original just get like a plaster cast and just make it again you know but for some reason and these aren't like these these films have pretty big budgets. This one had a pretty big budget. Yeah, like, but they spent zero on the masks. Zero. Why would you bother? <laughs> Why would you bother? You know, like the yeah, the afro. There's I think they use different masks. There's one scene where he pure just has an afro. It just yeah. looks like he's, he looks like that. You know the what's his name Gene Simmons or whatever. Like you know, the, yeah, the, the yeah, fitness yeah. instructor guy. <laughs> he looks like your man, and he has eyebrows and stuff. Like no, why would he need like. Why would he need eyebrows? Because he needs to like show his angry face when he gets angry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very rare when he gets angry. You know, you need to know. But yeah, it's 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 the best made film since Halloween Four. Yeah, well, five and six is are just yeah they're wrote off. Yeah, but this one is actually it's well made. Yeah, it's like it's competently made. It's it's just a competent film. It's very bland though. Very very bland. Yeah, like there's nothing. There's no stakes There's or nothing anything. to it. Nothing's really explained. Except for jo- little baby Joseph Gordon-Levitt is in this film, though. Yeah, At the yeah. start of it. That is weird. Which I was yeah. not expecting, and he doesn't last long, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's in it, but he's given, like, like top billing as well. Like, yeah. He's in, like, the he's like the third name in, like, the, the opening credits. Yeah. He's, but he's he's dead by then. Yeah, he's, he's, he's already dead. dead. Before, he's dead before the title card comes yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So bizarre. Um, I remember last week, I was talking about how I'd heard that this film took like this is one of the first films that looked at scream and was like yeah no we're, we're we need to change it up a bit and you can see it in the opening of the film where instead of the woman coming home and seeing that her house has been broken into she doesn't walk into the house she fucking legs and gets goes get help mm. they go to the house see what's up they're like nothing's wrong she goes back into the house then walks around hears a noise and is like yeah i'm just gonna run again instead of Ooh, what's that sound? And like stumble <laughs> yeah. into the fucking danger. Yeah. She legs it, goes to house, goes into next door neighbors. But unfortunately, Michael Myers is actually there and gets fucking annihilated. Yeah, she gets creamed. Yeah, but um, yeah, that's about it though. Yeah, like yeah. there's like bits like that where they like characters don't act entirely stupid. Mm. Yeah, emphasis yeah. on the entirely stupid. <laughs> yeah, like. 
they're all like the kills are good. Yeah. But they're not like they're not ridiculous, you know. Like they uh they make sense, mm-hmm. you know, which is better than any of the like the fifth or sixth ones, you know. Um and he only kills four people as well or five people. He doesn't kill that many. Yeah, so And one of the people that he that he does kill isn't well that you think he kills is actually gets up and he's he survives. The black character actually survives. Man, Ronnie is the best thing about this film. Ronnie's such a king. LL Cool J. Like, is this is one of his first films? I don't know. Or what, what was he in beforehand? Yeah, I don't know. I think it's it's definitely one of his first films. But he is fucking class. He's hilarious as well. Yeah, he is class. He, he's like he's like the uh, he's the security guard at the school, and he, but he's an aspiring uh, erotic thriller writer. So he's just like every scene he's in, he's just reading out porn that he's written to his wife on the phone, it's and so she's like, "This funny. is shit. What are you doing?" Like, he's stop reading. Yeah, this yeah. it's so good, you know. And then he's he has his run in with Michael Myers, and uh, but he survives the entire thing. Yeah, he gets shot in the head, but it's by accident, and you think he's dead, but then he just get he just he turns gets, out he, turns out he's alive. And turns he's, out he's a bit like Michael Myers, and he just gets back up. He just he gets back up. Rocking. It's like it just grazes his head. But he's the best. He's the best part about this film by far. Yeah, he's so funny because he, him and Jamie Lee Curtis are the best things in this film. She's good. Yeah, she's actually she pulls it off. All the other characters fucking suck. Man, Josh Hartnett, he's all right. Oh, uh, yeah, but they're not car- like they're so they're archetypes. They're like there's nothing to them. They're just horny teenagers. Like the the other kid, the other guy. He's the horniest man who ever lived. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> isn't he? Why is he? He's always talking about like, sex. Get this. Put this kid down. Like yeah, he needs kid, to. He needs help. Yeah, he, he needs to go to a camp. Like yeah, go to a camp. Yeah, fucking hell. He needs to be one of those like Kellogg's no wank crosses. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah. So it's him, jo- Josh Hartnett. Josh Hartnett is Laurie's son, mm-hmm. and it's Halloween twenty years to the day later, and the whole premise oh, is. I, just, I forgot that this is a sequel to Halloween too. So I was like, what happened to? Uh, Janie, but Jamie isn't in these films. Yeah, she she, like, she doesn't exist. She doesn't exist. In she doesn't this, exist. Yeah, in this timeline. Yeah, so like nothing has happened in the intervening twenty years. Yeah, but they never found Michael, and so Laurie is still like you know dealing with the trauma, but she's like there's a school trip. She's the principal at the school as well, which is a bit weird. Um, there's a school trip, and she just want to let her son go, uh, because she's like she's afraid of of what could happen, you know. Because it's Halloween. It's Halloween, and she's just kind of protective over him anyway. Uh, eventually, she lets him go. But he's like, oh, I don't want to go and want to have an orgy with my mates in the, <laughs> yeah. the abandoned school <laughs> on Halloween night, which obviously goes terribly, terribly wrong. And uh, Michael shows up. Yeah, it's never explained why. But he just—he's coming after Laurie. He just yeah. But for twenty years, why? Why do we twenty years? No idea. No one knows. No one knows. But he shows up at this private school in California. He drove a long way to get there. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and he uh, hauled his ass to yeah, get there. Yeah, hauled ass cross country to get there. Because he's actually quite—he's actually quite sparing in this movie. Because he comes across um, a white, uh, a mother and her child. They go to the toilet because uh, they're just like driving around. And they come to this haunted ass looking toilet that's just in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and they're just like, "Yeah, we'll just use this." And then they just walk in and you think, "I thought for Michael Myers is gonna fuck the. I thought it was gonna be a fucking." Halloween 2018 where he just gets drops teeth down into yeah. the window in the toilet and just fucking wrecks their shit but no he just he just robs them and then leaves them alone yeah very weird yeah this this Michael Myers is more of a ragdoll kind of character you know mm. like he doesn't feel as uh, like he runs and stuff it's a bit weird <laughs> yeah. you see him running it's like what the fuck yeah and um, he gets run over as well and you're like what like I don't know 
He's not a good, a good Michael Myers, but like there hasn't been a good Michael Myers since the first one. To be fair, yeah. So you can't you can't really complain about that. But yeah, it's a very very bland, a very very meh film, but entirely acceptable. I think. Yeah. Entirely acceptable. Inoffensive. Complete two star film. Complete two star film. Yeah. When they made it, the whole the idea was that they're going to end the franchise. Yeah. But there was the uh, Jamie Lee Curtis was like, I want this franchise yeah. to fucking die. This <laughs> ends here. But evil dies tonight. Yeah, the, the evil being bad Halloween films. Yeah. <laughs> but um, the producer, Mustafa Akkad, had a clause in the contract where none of the writers could ever kill off. I'm pretty sure that must that must have impacts today. Like, the, the writers can't kill Michael Myers. Like, that's in the contract. Yeah. So, so obviously, at the end of this film... Michael Myers is decapitated, and he, he's. We are led to believe that he is dead. So I know for a second, right? Because we're basically going to talk about the next film now. Mm. We've been talking about this for minutes. That is how little <laughs> there is to talk about this film. Nothing to say. There is nothing to say about this Wait, film. Maybe I said something else. There's nothing to say about this film. Like it's just. It is. It's a very. It's like. It is so bland, and mm. nothing happens <laughs> in this film. Yeah. Like Michael Myers doesn't really show up until the last twenty minutes of the film. Yeah, does, yeah, th- that's that's something I know because it's only an hour and twenty five minutes, but like by the time he shows up, um, you feel like this is the last act. But there's only I, I checked the, the time. There's twenty minutes left. Yeah, I was like, what the, what's gonna happen here? Like he, uh, especially because of the, I think at this stage we've been we've been conditioned by the franchise that Michael Myers is gonna butcher a bunch of people, mm. but he doesn't really do that in this one. He kills like again, as you said, like four or five people. Mm. And three of them are in the opening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he kills like three other people towards the end. Like he doesn't kill that many people. And even like the it feels very rushed to them when Laurie like is just squaring up to like, I'm gonna fucking take you down. Yeah, yeah. You don't you don't really believe it. You know? There's no there's no stakes or anything. Yeah. Like, because you know what's gonna happen. I I, I watched this I barely watched this film when I when I was watching, I was like, this is this is just pure vanilla. It, this, it's a waste of time, pretty much. It is. It's, it's a, a complete, complete waste, waste of time. time. Yeah. Like it's so. It's just boring. Yeah. And like I, I was reading up on it, and like critically, when this film came out, they're like, "This is the best Halloween sequel." No, it's fucking not. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's just not. Like, <laughs> like four is way better than this one. Mm, yeah. And four, like four, has its flaws, but it has so many ups. Yeah, it has more it has more ups anyway. This yeah. is just like mostly downs and then just kind of media mediocrity throughout the entire thing. It's a big plateau, yeah. But yeah, as you were saying, like the end of the film. Yeah, yeah, the end of the film, uh, Michael is killed. We're led to believe he's killed. First he's killed in um what you call it? Uh, Laurie get, gets him, stabs him mm-hmm. loads of times in school and uh, it's all over. And the 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 medics show up and like everyone's like taking down details. And then L- Laurie's like <laughs> She's nah. like, I have, a, I have a suspicion here. So she hijacks the um, the ambulance. The ambulance. She hijacks it at gunpoint and drives away. Michael Myers is in the back, and oh, oh, surprise, surprise, he's actually alive. Mm-hmm. And he, up. he gets up. He gets up and they have like a little struggle. He goes flying through the window because she like <laughs> slams on the brake. <laughs> he goes flying through, and uh, then she runs him over, and. Uh, <sighs> <laughs> then she goes flying off. She goes flying off like a hill, kind of thing, and they're both like down there. And basically, uh, it ends up that she's pinned Michael against a tree with this with this ambulance, and he's there. Like they have this tender moment between. It's established that they're brother and sister still from yeah from, from the Halloween second one. two, and uh, they have this supposed tender moment where he's reaching out and he's like 
he seems to be going, no, no please no. don't kill me. But then he's like, he grabs her. And, and he goes, like, to, she's, no, she realizes like, nah, I'm not oh, falling yeah, for this. Yeah, yeah, that's your one, yeah. yeah, I'm not falling for this. Yeah, yeah, no, she, she's like, yeah, Michael, I've seen this before. Like, we've all seen this. You yeah. Know? Like, this is, yeah, it's maybe a thing about Scream. It's like, the character's not doing something stupid, you know? Yeah. Like, she's, she's like, nah, fuck it. And uh, she has like an axe for some reason. She has an axe and she decapitates him. Yeah, where the fuck did she get that axe from? <laughs> Was that an ambulance? Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> the axe, the ambulance have axes? If, maybe they would. I feel like fire trucks would, but not an ambulance. Yeah. But she had a gun. Why don't you just shoot him in the head? But because man, you can you can you can write out of <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, guns don't do shit to Michael. Right? Yeah, well, Ronnie just yeah. survived on Michael. Yeah. I'm sure he can survive a gunshot. But yeah, she 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 swipes at him with the axe, and his head comes clean off, rolls down a hill, and you're like, that's be it. That's it. End of movie. End of movie. But big but, he's not dead. Resurrection then comes around. Yeah, the next film, Halloween Eight, Halloween Resurrection, uh, which is. Also a film which describes everything in the title. But there's so much more beyond that. I hate this film. Yeah. The worst part about this is they they planned these two films before the first film was shot. Mm-hmm. So they, they had this idea. Like, like uh, Jamie Lee Curtis wanted to end the franchise. And that's fine. Um, so Michael's killed off at the end. But they're like, also, we can't kill him off. So we're going to have to do another sequel we're gonna wreck on the shit out of we're it. gonna wreck on the shit out of it so they plan the wreck on before the first one even starts shooting before halloween 20 starts shooting and their plan was the person the michael myers that was killed at the end of halloween 20 wasn't michael myers he was a paramedic who had somehow become confused with michael myers and the reason he didn't say i'm not michael myers is because michael had crushed his larynx like all right in uh in some convoluted sort of confrontation in the school which isn't shown at the end of halloween 20 no nope, it's not at all and um, one thing that when you're describing the end of halloween h20 i forgot michael myers flies through the fucking windscreen yeah. and then gets back up how the fuck <laughs> is this paramedic yeah. Like it, it was like it was like a, a serious, a grievous throat injury. Yeah, his you know? throat has been crushed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How the fuck is he then standing up, turning around, and then starting to walk again towards yeah. the fucking? He just gets up, oh, and they knew, like they knew, yeah, they knew what they were doing. Why? No, would... no one pulled them up, and they're like, "Is maybe we could do this a different way?" Like you know? surely, like you could have had a thing where like Laurie. And Michael, Michael starts like reaching over to her, and she just crashes the car on purpose, mm. and then gets out, and then decapitates him. Like you could have done that, but like having now, re- now that you now know that no, it's actually a paramedic. It makes even less sense. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make at all, any yeah. sense. It's just like the laziest. It's something that you would imagine there was like three or four years between them and they didn't expect to make Halloween Resurrection. Yeah. They're like, we have to f- figure out some way. But no, they planned they planned it. this terrible recon in advance of even making the first film, and the which way is just unthinkable. The way that it's described as well, two characters just tell you. They just yeah. tell you. Yeah, they're like, Michael Myers. Are they? Because L- Laurie actually shows up. Jamie Lee Curtis is in Halloween Resurrection as like a fucking deranged mental patient. And the nurses who are looking after her Basically, as they're walking to a room, just ex- tell you, tell the audience what has happened. Yeah. And uh, here's it's why so, Michael actually isn't dead. Yeah, it's so on the nose. And then there's like a whole Michael just shows up at the hospital again, and um, then very quickly, I didn't realize, very, very quickly, did yeah. not realize, um, Laurie dies in this film. 
Oh yeah, she's dead. Is she? She's dead. Yeah, what the fuck? I, uh, wait, I, I, wait. I didn't realize that. Hand, hand I just, on her. I didn't actually finish this movie because I hated it so much. <laughs> like, I'm just bored while watching the end of the film. Yeah, so yeah. maybe Laurie shows up in the last 20 minutes of this film. I somehow doubt it. I'm pretty sure Laurie's dead. I don't think she does. Yeah, because the thing is, it's basically the first 15 minutes of Halloween Resurrection don't really have any, like, don't have much to do with the rest of the film. Mm-hmm. Because then it's oh, a haunted house kind of film. Yeah, then it's a found footage slash haunted house film. Which, found footage, which, Jesus which, Christ. Which really has absolutely nothing to do with Halloween 20. Like, they could have made this completely separately. As like, just forget about the, the last one. Let's just make this as like a... Like, there's no reason why they had to have that first 15 minutes. Like, to, to justify why he's still alive. It's like, it's a movie. It's like, just, he came back. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, then it goes into this weird thing where it's about a uh, reality TV series hosted by uh, Tyra Banks. Yeah. And so, wait, can we talk about how Laurie dies? Because... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Laurie is Halloween. Like, she is... It's so stupid. The way that they kill her off, like, Jamie, like the way that they kill Jamie off in the sixth film pissed me off. This is fucking way worse. This is your central, f- like, f- like, your central character... Iconic character, yeah. For the first film, second film, and then uh, the one beforehand, H20. Bad enough that you like wrote her off as a dead person in like the fourth film. Whatever. Doesn't matter. I, I can, I actually can excuse that film for doing that. Cause it was all, all three of those films. Yeah. Like, they just don't care. Like, <laughs> they're just doing something completely different, so that's fine. This film, Laurie is in a fucking hospital. And Michael Myers just shows up. He just shows up again. No, no rhyme, no reason. He's just here to kill her. And he walks through and he kills two people. And then he gets to her room, but she she's expecting him and she's laid a trap for him somehow. Yeah, how is she expecting him? Is that, it's like, it's not even, is it Halloween? It's just a random night, isn't it? And it's like a few years later. Is it Halloween? Maybe it is Halloween. Is it? Surely it's Halloween. Yeah. I'm like, going to assume it's Halloween. I don't think it tells you, but I'm pretty sure it's Halloween. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, and she has this trap for him somehow. I don't know how the fuck this, how a patient in a hospital is able to set up this trap on the, on the roof of the building, <laughs> but she has anyway, and she captures him, and he's hanging upside down, and he's uh, he's defenseless, and she's about to just drop him off the side of the building. But then she's, because she has, like, all this trauma of the, over the fact that she accidentally decapitated this poor paramedic and mm. um, she's like oh better check to make sure that it is that it is michael myers this time even though he was trying to kill you like three seconds beforehand yeah yeah, like, yeah, yeah he yeah. was slashing at you with a knife pretty sure it's michael myers even if it's not michael myers it's like <laughs> this isn't a good guy like and she tries to take the mask off him shock heart he grabs her um, but he's like hanging on this rope upside down and the rope snaps and he pulls her off and he stabs her in the back and he's Michael Myers' grip strength is insane he's there holding on to the edge by like three fingers and he stabs her and then she falls to her death and that's the end of Laurie and she kisses him first she kisses him she does doesn't she she's like see you in hell oh fuck this movie yeah 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 like that is like why that, yeah, that's like such a bad. It is Halloween night as well. Halloween night, two thousand and one. So, this this is the most 
two thousands, early two thousands Halloween. It's like a very, it's like a bizarro world. It is version of Halloween. Like absolutely insane. It's I actually watching this film. I was like, films in the in the two thousands were just, just different, bad. weren't they? Just bad. Like the two thousands, so like the majority of films that came out of the two thousands were fucking awful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why though. I'm not sure. We still haven't solved that. It just does because this is like this is one of those really like egregious examples where it just there's something about it it's just really lazy it's like no one read no one edited there's like no there's like a first draft of the script mm-hmm. like no one pointed out that really i didn't even actually notice that the fact that like she she checks michael's identity well first of all the recon is just completely like un- inexcusable unforgivable yeah. by professionals these are prof- people were paid to make this or paid to write this but then yeah she tries to she Ver- tries to verify his identity but this guy's already he's tried to kill her like it doesn't yeah. matter who he is <laughs> yeah. it doesn't matter who he is anyway and uh oh it's just and then it goes into this completely different thing does she think that lo- does she think that Michael Myers is after crushing another person's larynx to try and yeah. get her <laughs> <laughs> like, damn you Michael <laughs> you know what like what I would man, I would fucking love if that's actually what it was. That he brought a second costume with him, crushed him's larynx, and then she tries to kill them, and then he sh- shows up behind her and then pushes her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like wow, he's further that than what we got in this film. Yeah, he's, just, he's always one step ahead, you know. He's like a chess master. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, then it it completely changes tact because that because that first fifty minutes is very uh, even even Halloween twenty very kind of. Uh, serious mm-hmm. or it takes itself quite seriously but then you have like almost it, ch- it changes register into a completely different film which is uh it's about a a web series hosted by tyra banks and buster rhymes uh, where uh, teenagers are dropped into michael's childhood home for a night on halloween uh and then it's broadcast live to the internet and they all have uh cameras on them so it's kind of like They're GoPros on them. You have GoPros, yeah. So it's like it's like first person footage. It's almost like found footage kind of uh, kind of techniques. It looks like ass. It, it looks, looks so bad. It looks so bad. But like intermittently throughout the film, you have um, rap, rap and hip hop in the background, uh, mixing in. Uh, you kind of have to admire it because like it does play with the uh, original score mm-hmm. at, at certain points where like this is it's actually you know it fits the vibe. Yeah. But the vibe is like so chaotic and so like like. Uh, it doesn't cohere to anything at all. It doesn't really make any sense. And it's just like, it's just weird to hear rap songs in the middle of Halloween. <laughs> you know, rap tracks. It's like, what is this? Buster Rhymes. Yeah, Buster Rhymes. Starring in Halloween at 8. Yeah, he's pure just in this, you know. He's not himself, but like, he... He basically is, though. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he basically plays himself. There's a scene at the end, which I think is where, before you stopped, or yeah. after you stopped, where he... Um, he basically engages Michael Myers in a kung fu fight, and he's like, uh, he's like trick or treat, motherfucker. And, he and then roundhouse he, kicks him. He round he roundhouse kicks Michael Myers, and then he electrocutes Michael in the balls. And for the first time in the series, you missed this. The first time in the series, Michael says something. Yeah, I've he known, goes, I've seen the clip. He goes no, yeah, <laughs> and he falls backwards and he dies because he got electrocuted in the balls. You Is know? that how this film ends? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus fucking <laughs> Christ! Oh man, it's I'm gonna watch the. I'm gonna watch it after after we finish here. But he literally, like, I couldn't believe it. He's like, no, you know, it's like it's not even. 
like I thought I'd, mi- I'd misheard it, but it's like in the subtitles as well. It's in. It's like ah, but like it's like a Darth Vader kind of like no, he's been electrocuted in the balls. So okay, right? Because Halloween A is the last before the film got rebooted basically twice. Are you telling me that the way that Halloween A ends is Buster Rhymes kills <laughs> kills Michael Myers, yeah, yeah, yeah. not Laurie Strode? No, she, yeah, yeah, she, she's she's gone. Buster Rhymes fulfilled his destiny as the as the ex- execution. It was foretold in the first film. Uh, yeah, yeah. If you actually look, there's a lot of foreshadowing yeah. in, in uh, the 1978 original. You know, <laughs> you can hear a Buster Rhymes track at the this certain scene. But yeah, yeah, they burn down his gaff, and he, he's he's supposed to be dead. And he is dead uh, for you know all intents and purposes within this timeline because obviously it is rebooted. Like this is how he dies. This is how the original Michael Myers dies. That is he's killed by sacrilege. He's electrocuted by Buster Rhymes in the in balls. The balls. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that is how this film deserved to end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a fitting ending, actually. Yeah, for how fucking bullshit this <laughs> fucking film is. Yeah. Um, did you notice the peeping Tom bit? No. Michael Myers picks up a camera and takes off the. The, le- the bit of the leg and carries it towards someone and it's shot from the camera and ah. he impales someone with the camera. Ah, I didn't, I, I didn't know. Pure, that. I was watching it because I, I, I was like, this is a fucking <laughs> weird movie and then the Peeping Tom reference happened yeah. and I lo- I literally hit pause. I stood up, I walked away from my computer, <laughs> I put my hands on my head, I was like, what is going on? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What, what are they thinking? Like, all over the shop. All over the shop. Oh, Jesus. And like, the, the like, Okay, what did I write here? I wrote the, I wrote something here. Um, I wrote, um, the worst acting I have ever fucking seen. The worst dialogue I have ever fucking heard. Yeah, yeah. The acting in this film is so bad. Mm, it's yeah. so bad. The worst. The worst plotline is um. So it's all online. It's a web series, and one of the girls, I can't remember her name. She's the main character, and she's on it. But she's also um. It, the internet is a big thing, but this is 2002, so like the internet is kind of like you know this crazy kind of abstract thing mm. that no one above the age of 15 seems to understand. Yeah. You know, it's not like um, it's all done so like clumsily and so like so heavy-handed. Like she's on the uh, she's on the, the she's in Michael Myers' house and she's on the web series thing, but she's also communicating with this guy uh, anonymously on like some chat room. His name is Deckard, and it's completely irrelevant. To what's actually going on, but this guy Deckard is at like a house party, and everyone at the house party like sits around and yeah, like watches watches. watches him as he communicates and gives like tips and tricks. Yeah, you know, it's like how a let's it's like a let's play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> how to survive in Michael Myers' gaff. He's like he's like typing. He's like he's behind you. You know, yeah. it's like try the window and all this stuff. Like typing away in the chat room with the the main character, and it's just like there's no reason to have that in the film beyond the fact that it's like oh we're we're putting the, internet. the, the, the internet. Does everyone know about the internet? You oh know? man, there's a line earlier on where like someone, one character walks up to another character and is like, "Did you get my email?" And I was yeah, like, "Wow, yeah. wow, this <laughs> is the 2000s." Yeah, did you get my email? I thought he was going to be like, "No, why did you not text message me?" <laughs> yeah, why didn't you just call me? Yeah, get my email. Like what? That even back then, that was that wasn't a thing, was it? Yeah, emailing people like that. Yeah, fuck. Imagine no. that. That's funny though. It was pretty funny. I was like, "Yeah, this is this is the early 2000s." Mm. Um, but some of the dialogue in the film, like for some reason, there's two, there's two extremely horny dudes that are in this gaff. Uh the big fat fella. 
No, no, no. In the like in, in the, the Michael, Michael Myers, in the Michael Myers house, you have. Oh yeah, yeah. The art, the art, the music major, and the critical. Yeah, the, the girl, the critical theory girl. Yeah, those two. Very start, weird. Those two start banging. Yeah. Like, and they, oh man, I fucking. <laughs> so they Creepy. take they take off their head the their headsets because like there's no cameras down here, <laughs> and they and they throw them down. But the way that they throw them down, they just they, they still just start fucking in front of where the camera landed. It's like there's no cameras down here. You're wearing cameras. Yeah, you're wearing cameras. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They take it off, they put them down, and then they just start fucking in front of the cameras. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, but the house is like rigged with like different props. Yeah. And there's a fake Michael Myers running around because Buster Rhymes is, uh, has orchestrated it in a way that, to yeah, maximize like, drama. Yeah, he's like, it's, 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 um, this is reality, but like, he's like, America doesn't want reality. America wants entertainment, sensationalism. So I spiced it up a bit. There's, there's things in the house because it's very obviously, because, when I was watching it, up until the point where I realized that it was um, that it was like all staged, I was like, "What is this house? Yeah, like, yeah. what is going on in this house?" And then it's like, I just wasn't paying enough attention to yeah, realize yeah, that uh, yeah. it's very clearly all fake, uh-huh. um, and Buster Rhymes is manipulating the the, the house, um, because there's there's like a cellar down in the basement, and that's where they're fucking, and then the wall caves in, and all these fake. Yeah, uh, mannequins, and mannequins, stuff. and uh, skeletons come out. But um, right behind that wall is just the sewer system that Michael Myers is apparently. I think this chilling in. Yeah, I think the suggestion is is that's where Michael Myers has been for the last twenty years. Yeah, living in the sewer He's on his gaff. <laughs> living in the sewers <laughs> in his gaff. But where did he get the car? You know, from the first one, Halloween twenty. He had, he had a nice car. That is too many questions. Nice for intro. <laughs> <laughs> that is too many questions. And he eats rats as well, and then he leaves them alive. Did you see that part? Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Weird. You know? And everybody, yeah, because everyone's watching and like, oh, this isn't real. And they're all watching these people get massacred. Mm. But then after they realize that the people are being massacred, they still watch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Did they even call the cops? I, I think, think they so. try. I think one guy tries to, and the cops are like, oh, shut up, kid. <laughs> it's like, this is this is fake. It's like, this is not a hoax. <laughs> yeah, Haddonfield PD, classic. Yeah, yeah. Haddonfield PD. Nah, nah. Michael Myers. Yeah, sure. Never. All right. <laughs> yeah, whatever you say, buddy. <laughs> It's like, I've not heard that Laurie Strode has been murdered and yeah, t- yeah. two people in the hospital have been killed. Yeah, yeah. Like, what was with that guy that was in the hospital? The guy that was a big John Wade Gacy fan. Yeah, yeah. And he was like quoting all the, the birth dates yeah. and stuff like that. I'm, I'm not sure. I actually have no idea. What, what was, what, like, what what was, was his deal? <laughs> yeah, he just wore, wore a clown mask. And then he'd be like, he'd be like uh, saying Ted Bundy's birthday. Like He's just quoting like serial killer facts yeah. and stuff like that. And then he meets Michael Morris and Michael gives him the knife he's like here's a souvenir yeah may- or maybe setting him up to be the killer or whatever as in like he gives him the knife and then the He'll the cops on the legacy yeah yeah or no the cops think that he did it killed the, the people oh that's definitely what it is because yeah, he would not be able to continue on the legacy of michael Myers. Ah, uh, yeah, that guy's that's a, that guy's a dude. He's smart in this one, Michael. He's actually very clever. Mm, yeah, because he's, he's a smooth operator in this one. He lets um he lets Buster Rhymes live when he bumps into him dressed up <laughs> as him. Oh yeah, because yeah, like yeah. oh you can be the decoy while I go around fucking other people up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That scene's actually funny. Yeah, it is. He's like, yeah. what are you doing? He's like, my, Buster Rhymes is slapping him. He's like, what are you doing, you stupid? Yeah. Idiot? Well, like that's like, like imagine John. What did John Carpenter think about that? You know. Oh. What would he, he'd be like? He'd be like, "What if you you've massacred my boy? <laughs> Look what you did to my boy!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Holding Michael in his heart in his arms like fucking yeah, like uh, Loomis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look what you did to my boy! 
Uh, yeah, it's definitely, it says it all, really, about the descent. But, you know, this was the last one. It's all over now. Until, you know. Until the remakes, which are only slightly better. <laughs> but then you yeah. got 2018. You got 2018, yeah. But then you got Halloween Kills, and we're back down to... Yeah, the hills and valleys, you yeah. know. The hills and valleys. I was looking, right, because I was like, which is better? Like, which is better? The Halloween franchise or the Texas Chainsaw franchise? Mm. Halloween franchise has, for me, one five-star film, one four-star film, one three-star film, and then loads of twos, and then we get to four films that are one star or below for me. Mm. Texas Chainsaw Massacre has one five-star film. They're all twos, (laughs) except for the the Halloween 3D and the third uh, Texas Chainsaw film. Mm. So, like... Which is which is better? Like the highs, there's more highs in Halloween, but there's more of them. So I kind of feel like that's a point against it. How many text chainsaws are there? There's eight in total. Eight, and there's twelve Halloween. Twelve Halloween films. Twelve Halloweens. Uh, I'd say uh, Halloween wins. I think. I think Halloween does because Halloween is two really good, two really good films. Halloween one and then Halloween twenty eighteen. Yeah. And, and Texas Chainsaw only has one. I was so. wrong. I was wrong. Yeah, yeah. Texas Chainsaw literally has one. Yeah. But you also get Halloween three, which is decent. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you also get Halloween four, which is also decent. So there's actually more better films. Half of there's actually four good films in the Halloween franchise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. A quarter of them are good. Yeah, yeah. Halloween four. Yeah, Halloween four is all right. But yeah, Halloween three definitely. That's like that's better than any Texas Chainsaw sequel. Yeah. Like by far. Yeah, like, by a mile. By a mile, you know. But um. Even yeah. Halloween 4 is better than any Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, it's pretty good, like, you know, but these ones are just like, what were they thinking? Yeah. What were they thinking? I, I absolutely hated this film. Resurrection. <laughs> I, I think it was that bad. You know? Oh, man. I just I was just watching it. I compare it to 5 and 6. This oh, it, it's, it's well worse, made. Worse than 6. At least like, it makes sense. Like, but, like, that's the thing. I was like, okay, Halloween 6 is really bad because it's, like, incomprehensible because of, like, editing. And, like, it's not the film that they wanted to make. This is the film that they wanted to make. This isn't taken out of their hands yeah. and like re-edited. This is the film that they wanted to make, and this is what we got. And for that reason, it just. And I also like. I also don't mind the cult stuff. I've come to come around on the idea of like the Halloween cult stuff, and be like, you know what? I can live with that. I think that's it's, that's not it's a terrible than, idea. It's either. better than Buster Rhymes fucking. Roundhouse kicking Michael Myers and tasing him in the balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for the for the win. <laughs> yeah, for the win. Yeah. Fatality. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. See, there's no. Maybe this is kind of like a kamikaze mission. You know, mm. they're like, we need a fresh start. Let's make the worst film possible. Yeah, like let's. And they're like, what? What? what they're in the writers' room. They're like, what are your ideas? It's like, how do we get Buster Rhymes in? And he just tases Michael in the balls, and like that's how he does. Like, yeah. And everyone's like. Everyone burst out laughing. Everyone's like, like yeah, yeah. hasn't been done before. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> they'll have to reboot after yeah. that, you know? They'll have to make a good one after that. Because, like, even... Because um, I was thinking, I was like, um, like is for me, this is the worst Halloween film. But it's so bad that you could potentially watch it and, like, find... Because it is funny. Like, it's so ridiculous mm. that it's funny. And there, I did find it funny. But it also equally, like, frustrated me that this is what happened... To a horror, to a horror icon, one of the Mount Rushmores of horror that we said yeah, last yeah. week, and this is what happened to him. 
No, yeah. none of them. None of them. I can like no Texas Chainsaw film got this bad. Nah. Well. No, 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 no. I don't think so. I can't remember anyway. Um, but it's is it bad in the kind of like Texas Chainsaw Four way? No, because at least that film's like interesting. Is it? Like yeah, because you can do like because it's like an anti movie. Mm, yeah, I suppose. This is just a bad, bad two <laughs> thousands movie. It's just a bad movie. There's Matthew McConaughey and that one as well, and Renee Zellweger. Mm, yeah, this one doesn't have anyone except for Buster, Buster Rhymes and Tyra Banks. Tyra Banks, she's barely in it. As she's well. barely in it. Yeah, yeah, well, definitely. The trade off is not worth it anyway. No, it's not. Yeah, fuck it. Well, I was, I was happy to 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 do all them. But I think, I think it was well worth it. Well, it was. They were better than I expected. Yeah, they were. Whole, on in the whole, whole, on the whole. Way better than I was expecting yeah, it to be. Yeah. I was expecting pure garbage from the word go, but I was, it was expecting actually okay. misery from the, from the fourth one on. Yeah, yeah, but you know they they did all right. They yeah. did all right. They did much better than I expected. Mm. Much better. Was it as good though as our news section? Doubt it. Doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like not much going on, but I wanted to talk about. Did you see this image? The, the Spider-Man image that was released. With uh, Dr. Octopus. Yeah, in the background. Yeah, it looks really bad. It looks really bad. Mm. They 100% released that for to make for people to make memes out of it, didn't they? Did they? I feel like they did. Are the memes better? Is I feel, it big? No, it's not. But I feel like if they released this image mm. with the intent of... Because it's a perfect meme format. You have something in the background. Mm. You have... My, like Spider-Man running and he looks kind of funny you could definitely just impose names onto certain areas and yeah. you got yourself a meme yeah it's like my mental health my college deadlines yeah you know, the like literally that <laughs> literally that <laughs> <laughs> like I guarantee yeah. like I feel like Marvel did that on purpose man I say they spend millions tens of millions of dollars a year on that that kind of like like guerrilla marketing yeah like, guerrilla marketing like do you ever go on um uh, Instagram, you'll click, click on a few Marvel memes, and obviously, after a while, your your algorithm will change, and you get shown more of them. You are oh, man, and you I get the fan accounts, and these fan accounts, these people have no lives. These people are complete. <laughs> they're bots, one hundred percent. Yeah, a lot of them are bots, yeah. but like they have, they get like so many likes from just random people. People just like you know, oh, that's like I know that character. I know that character. But like the content is just absolutely dog shit. Mm-hmm. But it's all like so inoffensive that. You know, you're thinking. Well, I'm thinking anyway. This is some kind of like Disney's known for that stuff. Yeah, very well known. Like, you know, remember that time? Um, or did you ever see that video of Tom Holland where he's doing the unboxing and he yes he, he accidentally yeah. shows the the poster for Endgame and he's like, what? Oh but, yeah. But people, millions of people reposted that thinking it actually like, yeah. it wasn't set up. Like that was clearly he did it twice. And yeah. Like oh he's so silly. Like it's all manufactured. Like mm-hmm. all of that is manufactured complete. consent. It's it's <laughs> yeah. It's all all of that is pure. All of that is acting. Like the guy's an actor. Like that's that's probably in his contract as part yeah. of the marketing, the promotion for the film. And they have hundreds of millions of dollars at their disposal every year for all these films. Yeah. So like, there's definitely. I think yeah, you're probably probably right. That's probably some kind of psyop, you know, for the. It's for the, fucking the grim, cyber isn't it? It's it's disgusting, you know. It's disgusting. The fact that people people fall for them, you know. Yeah. But suppose like they're just they're just it's not their fault, you know, because you're expecting it to be you're expecting it to be spoken to on like an equal level. No, but you're spoken down to. Yeah, yeah. With like 
some of the like, some of the things they come out with like poking you with sticks being like do the meme make make make, make it a meme yeah like user generated content that's yeah. the, that's a huge thing cuz they can get the prod user the yeah. producer and the user at the same time they can get Disney can get fans people who are passionate about you know the movies or like the the superheroes or the comic books get the fans to promote the movie yeah like for no for no compensation yeah and so like that's all they need to do is start the fire. Yeah. And so they they put all the money into starting that fire and then the rest sort of take takes care of itself. Yeah, it does it does it for themselves. Yeah. Cuz like oh we could spend millions and millions on running boss baby two ads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or we can release one shitty image that is like perfect meme like perfectly set up for people to make into a meme and maybe it'll take off and maybe it'll become the next big meme. Yeah, yeah. Like the you were saying before the minions thing was like a, an op as well. I see. I think you said that. I'm like, pretty sure, yeah. I definitely, been. definitely that, was. That, took, that definitely took on a life of its own. Like, there's different genres of mini memes. Yeah. But there's there's definitely an aspect of that that was, uh, I'd say, coordinated by the studio. Yeah. And then you have really obvious examples. Like, remember when Bird Box, that really sort of really meh Netflix film came out? Yeah. And uh, That film that came and went. That came and went in the yeah, in space of a month. But there was, like, for about a week... Uh, net or Instagram was like saturated in bird box memes. Yeah, but the memes didn't even really make any sense. But they were still, they were everywhere, yeah. and people noticed it. And I think it made them sort of like draw back mm-hmm. because it was so obviously kind of uh, artificial in, in some yeah. kind of way. It was obviously uh, driven or sponsored in, in in some kind of some kind of you know uh, you know undercover way. But because people hate when that happens, like they feel like because yeah. you feel like you're getting duped. Yeah, because well, like because I saw that image. Um, someone put it into the film into the little film chat and put it in and it's like they're like oh I can't believe Marvel released this image and I just responded being like that's meme fodder like that is purely set up to be to made it to be made into a meme and like as soon as soon as I said that they're like yeah you're like yeah like once yeah. you see the image and you think of it like that it's so obvious that that's what it's for yeah yeah and it's just it's just kind of it's annoying because memes are only good when they're organic. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. You know, like fucking uh, Joey Triviani sitting there looking like an Irish da. Yeah, great, that was a great Great one. meme, <laughs> great meme because he didn't intentionally do that. And that clearly wasn't, you know, there's no, the Friends marketing department, or Comedy Central marketing department, there's no department for yeah. the Irish territory specifically yeah. who know about that kind of thing. Like, Oh, he looks like an Irish dad. We'll put that out there, you know. Like, that's organic. Like that's something that people came up with. Yeah. Pure creativity. Yeah. You know. Whereas the other, the other, the opposite end is just, it's it's an ad for the film that is basically made using unpaid labor that you've ex- extorted out of you know innocent people yeah. who've basically been tricked into, into into doing your your work, you know, which is just bad out. Yeah. It's just pure bad out. <laughs> just bad out. Yeah. No, I'd say I'd say you're pretty right. Yeah. Because I saw the thing, and I, all I thought was like, "Doctor Octopus looks really bad now." Like the it, CG it, it looks, looks worse. Fucking awful. It, it somehow looks worse than Spider Man Two, but Spider Man Two didn't even have like Spider Man Two looks bad. Like the yeah. arms look bad these days, but the image I was just like, "That looks rubbish." Yeah, it looks awful. But maybe that's what they want. Yeah. So they're like, uh, you know, like twenty articles about uh, is Doctor Octopus why is CGI bad these days? And yeah, all that stuff. it's and like get more clicks, more more awareness. Yeah, it's stuff. like artificially bad it's mm. like they purposely released this and it's clearly not ready mm. but it's like not ready in that kind of glitchy way that like maybe people make memes out of it because yeah. it looks it's funny bad isn't it and then when it comes out 
like it, it just looks fine and it just looks completely and red. You, like no skin off your teeth you know you're you're laughing yeah taking laughing all the way to the bank you like, know like it's not like um that sonic trailer the first one yeah yeah do you think that was an op no i don't think so cuz they actually be, did have to do that would be genius though they actually did have to do reshoots for that Oh, did they? Yeah, they had to, like, they did have to, they had to push back the, did they push back, they didn't push back the date. Maybe they did. Now, that would be kind of, like, that Maybe. would be scumbag move, but, like, kind of admirable as well. Yeah, do like, you think the they balls had a, to do that. Do you think that they, they made uh, Sonic look, look like shit just for that trailer? Like, he looked grand the entire way through the film, but they were like, here, make a really bad looking Sonic yeah. for the trailer. Because Jesus, man. If Isn't you, that kind of a good idea? That's a genius idea. But yeah. like, you go back and you look at that thing. Oh my God. Like, you, I kind of forget how bad it looked. His eyes are like, like human eyes. His eyes are tiny. Yeah. He's got like really thick quads. Yeah, because yeah, he's a runner. So yeah. It has to be realistic. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog. He's got, like. he's got teeth. The fucking teeth. He's got human teeth. Mm. Do you think they did that with uh, the Mario? The Mario movie? Well, having Chris Pratt in it? Yeah. No. Because really? it's, it's Illumination, I don't think Illumination are... Like, Illumination just make bad movies. Oh, do they? Yeah, Who's so. the other guy in it? Someone else, who, Charlie Day's Charlie in Charlie Day's it. Luigi, is he? Yeah. yeah. Which is like... But see... That's, like, a, that's a good casting, though, isn't it? Like, everyone else is good casting, but then you just got Chris Pratt. Did you see his... Was, it, was that a real quote? When it's like, uh, you talking about how Mario doesn't have an accent now, he's he's normal. Oh, he just goes, I didn't see that. No, no, because they're asking about... I don't, know, I, don't know if this, I don't know if this is real, but like... Uh, it was just a quote from Chris Pratt, Chris Pratt talking about someone asked are you going to do like an accent is the is the voice going to have an Italian accent on it he's like no Mario's going to speak normal now and it's just like what, what? do you mean, what do you mean normal? Yeah, normal he's normal now it's like what he speaks American he speaks normal yeah yeah it's like he just has an Italian accent it's like hey it's a me a Mario yeah yeah <laughs> well that, I thought that was funny though that's kind of that's such a pr- Chris Pratt thing you kind of that can't be because he seems kind of like that kind of person, isn't he? Yeah, he's um, he's a weirdo. <laughs> he's a big old weirdo. Yeah. Would you think I? Okay, right. I just thought of this now. What if post credit scene, Wario shows up and it's Elon Musk? Oh fuck! <laughs> that is a good one, though. I would lose my shit. Yeah. Post credit scene. Who's sticking around to post credits in the Mario the Mario movie? <laughs> He's just like, go the fuck home. <laughs> why are you here? Yeah, why are you? That would be funny. Like that would be good. <laughs> I could see it happening. Man, Elon Musk would be up for it. Yeah, as, as long as he gets to drive like a Tesla on like the, the fucking Rainbow Road or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, are you know? Oh my god, that is one hundred percent gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That would that would be. That's we should be working for these companies. Man, man. It's these are great easy, ideas. Like it's these so gr- easy. These are great ideas. <laughs> oh my god, that, that is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> it just blows up, and <laughs> he's first, and it just blows up. <laughs> yeah, the blue shell. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. Tesla blowing up. <laughs> oh my god, that is fucking gas. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but see, because I don't think I think because Chris Pratt will be his, throughout the entire film. It's not like he's just he's just in it like for a little bit. Like he's the star of the film. Well, yeah, but like you're really going balls yeah. deep in that bad advertisement. Then yeah, you just <laughs> <laughs> it's making a bad. It's just <laughs> a genius marketing idea. 
it's like, like a fucking it, awful it's just movie. The early two thousands school of thought. <laughs> just make a bad movie. <laughs> Easy. People hate it. You know, <laughs> it'd be great. Oh, Chris Pratt is one of those people that's just in fucking everything now as well, isn't he? Yeah, he's in quite a bit. He's pure oversaturated. He got. He saw them. He saw them. Why was he? Well, he's in. He's in Parks and Rec. He's great in Parks and Rec. He sold out when he uh, went to the gym that time. He should have always just accepted who he was. Yeah, he should have just been Andy the entire way. Yeah, the dad bod. He could have been Jack Black, the new Jack Black. The new, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know the funny. Fact instead, he man, what film was he in? That like was he in Guardians of the Galaxy? And that's where that's it all kind of took that's off. That's where he blew up. Yeah, yeah. But that's manufactured as well. Not in the sense that like there was any kind of like I don't know pulling the wool over people's eyes. But I remember around then, like. There was like wall to wall editorials about, whoa, Chris Pratt's reinvented it. Like he mm. was sold. Like they put lots of money into like selling him as like this new, you know, leading man, hunk who's like, yeah. who's like, uh, you know, he's a uh, fucking change from the, being the fat guy, the fat, funny, stupid guy to like this, you know, fucking hunk and he's yeah. ripped and he's in Guardians of the Galaxy and he's like, he's got a wet Choke t- you with his muscles. Yeah, he's got big muscles and all this stuff. And it's like, this whole idea of like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy being like an underground kind of like you know sleeper hit when it costs two hundred and fifty yeah. million dollars to make. Yeah, it's straight away. Like, it's a it's like oh, an unknown director like James Gunn. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Kind of unknown director. James. That's, yeah, James, James Gunn. Gunn. Yeah, unknown in the sense that like oh James Wan. I was like, who the fuck's the hard director? Yeah, yeah. James Gunn, kind of unknown, mm. but also he would be known by anyone who like <laughs> yeah. has watched comedy films or yeah. like knows comedy directors or whatever you know, even back then. But um. Yeah, no, there's a lot of... That's just marketing, though, you know? Mm. Marketing. Yeah. It should be easy. We should... We, fucking we, man, we should, we should get, get the marketing into the industry, you know? Just yeah. make bad movies. Just make bad movies and Instagram posts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just boost all the fucking Instagram posts. It's easy. <laughs> yeah, just stick a few euro <clears throat> on that. Yeah, don't worry like we, about we, it. We have a five million budget. What do you want to do? Instagram ads. <laughs> just <laughs> entirely true. <laughs> Wait a minute. Think about it. Instagram ads, wall-to-wall footage, on the stories, everything, coverage everywhere. When you open Instagram, it's a new. It is just Marvel, Marvel. everywhere. Yeah, more so than it already is. Memes <laughs> that are—they're not funny, but they're not bad. You know, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're just, just there. They are. They're the, perfect like material. They are the H, the Halloween H twenty of memes. They're perfectly vanilla. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> beige. <That's, laughs> yeah, yeah. Beige memes. That's the future. That is the future that we're heading to. Did you see Alex Baldwin killed that? Man, I forgot. I yeah. said there was no news this week. <laughs> yeah. Completely forgot about that. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. That's sad. Marketing. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, that's bad. But uh, <coughs> yeah, that yeah, is that sad. That was real fucked up. That's sad. Did you hear? But he's producer on that. He's going to be legally liable for that. Because did you know that um, people were crew were already walking off the set beforehand saying that it, that it was unsafe working environment. Yeah, the conditions. I'd, I'd read something about that, yeah. And then someone someone gets killed. What's a live gun doing on set? I don't think... I don't know. Yeah, because it, it, there was blanks in it. But the what? blanks didn't work. Was it blanks? Was it like... Was um, it, yeah. Oh, uh, the crow. What's the man's name? Brandon Lee. Yeah, yeah Brandon Lee. Is it a similar thing that happened to him? Yeah, same, it's the same thing, I'm pretty sure. Like, there's a... Uh, when they shoot it, the uh, it didn't go off or something. I don't know why that would happen because, like, surely if it doesn't go off, you'd be like, "There's something wrong with this." Yeah. But basically, it didn't go off, or like the sh- the, sh- the casing got lodged in the in the the chamber, and then when they shot it again, uh, the the blank fired, but it hit off against whatever was left of the thing that didn't fire, mm-hmm. and the thing that didn't fire, the projectile shot as shot out of the gun as a normal bullet. Yeah. Pretty much. 
you know, at the same speed anyway. So it could kill people. And it ended up, it killed you one. And it injured the director. Yeah, so he clearly shot again after you. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, maybe, because if it's a Western, it's a Western film, isn't it? Yeah. So maybe he's doing the... You'd hope so, anyway. Quick fire. Unless he was just like... He just had a mad moment and paid off the rest of the set. Don't tell anyone about this. Yeah, no, um... Yeah, it's super sad. Yeah, yeah. Some really bad taste memes going on going on about that. Yeah. It actually is pretty bad, you know, bad out. Because it was very clearly an accident as well. Oh, clearly an accident, yeah. yeah. But at the same time, it's he should have he should have never signed off and being like he he wasn't he would have only been producer to like boost his his wage packet. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he he did accept legal liability for conditions on set and yeah. people walked off set. So he should have stepped up and said like you know. We yeah. have to address these problems. Yeah. I don't know what the <clears throat> issues were. I don't know, yeah, but I just yeah. heard that it was unsafe. People were complaining, saying that it was unsafe. Don't know how... Well, the fact that there's well, that, that happens, yeah. like... It kind of proves the point. Proves the point, yeah. Like, it's an unfortunate thing, because, like, it's not something you'd expect to happen. Like, cutting corners, you obviously never do that, but, you know, people make mistakes. And then, obviously, it's, you know, ruined his career, I'd say. Yeah. Do you think this film gets released? No way! No, no way! So because I think the, people aren't even like the crow got released because people wanted to see the crow, and the film was basically over by the time that that happened. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They're they're mid shoot on this one, wasn't yeah. it, they? Rust, isn't it? I hadn't even heard about this film. Although to be fair, it is an album film. So why the fuck would I heard of it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's real fucked up though. Yeah, it's sad. She was not even young as well, but I haven't. I, I've heard that she was like she was an up and comer. Like she is someone that would have became a name. In the industry. Yeah, she was only in her 40s, wasn't she? Yeah. But she's only breaking out. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah, Rip. Probably should fucking read out her name because I don't know her name. Was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, rest in peace. Butcher Dark Bond's fucking name. Oh my God, what was her name? Yeah, I wonder if he'll be back. Candace Owens. Is that her name? Is that her name? That wasn't her name. That's not her name. Who's Candace Owens? No idea. Is she one from Phoenix and Ferb? Helena Hutchins. Helena Hutchins? Yeah, that's her name. R.I.P. Yeah. And there's still loads coming out about it as well, because of that. Uh, they basically were warned <laughs> by the crew, like this is not safe. Yeah, yeah. that's the thing. Oh, you know, I was listening to workers. It was non-union work. That's the thing. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, Alec, you should have done better. Should have done better <laughs> if you're listening. Probably is. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, going yeah. to listener questions. Yeah, yeah. And our first listener. Oh no, wait. If you want to ask us a listener question, oh, yeah. <laughs> you can get in. You can, uh, if you want to ask us a question, you can get on to us at paro underscore pod on Instagram or on Twitter, or you can email us at theparopod at gmail.com. Our first question is coming in from Neil. Our only question is coming in from Neil. Neil, Neil, Go Neil. on, the big man. And Neil's asking, recommendations for entry-level horror films. So movies that are spooky, but not too spooky, I assume. Not too crazy. Martyrs. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. What are some horror? What's like? 
some horror films. The Conjuring. The Conjuring. I feel like people would be scared of The Conjuring, though, to watch it. Well, like, how less scary can you get? Like, it is scary, but, like, is it, it's not, you know, I suppose it is scary, yeah. I don't know, like, something like, something. you want something spooky, something not, something spooky, but not too spooky. Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Standard. And it is scary as well, that's the thing, like, Halloween is. Mm, but it's, it's like, not, it's not, like, scarring. Yeah, it's not scarring, it's not gonna fuck you up, like. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, stuff like that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend, t- I'd recommend Halloween, but I wouldn't recommend Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, I was gonna say that, yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't, because that's, that's definitely more fucked up. Um, definitely scarier anyway, on an immediate level. Yeah. And it's like, kind of, like, Texas Chainsaw's kind of slow as well. I feel like if you wanted a good horror film, you wanted to have a bit of a clip to it. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be moving a bit. Psycho. Psycho, fuck no. I don't like Psycho. Ah, it's alright. I watched Psycho, I was like, ah. Uh, Whatever, you know. Whatever. Is it the Shining? The Shining is a good it's, show. It's not that scary. But it's kind of long. Yeah. But it has like this like unnerving vibe to it. Yeah, it's more of a vibe, yeah. Get Out. Yeah, yeah, Get Out is good, yeah. I'd reckon, yeah, because Get Out is very good. It's not scary, though, but it's a good horror film. Mm, yeah. A different kind of horror. I wouldn't recommend Midsummer or Hereditary, though. No, no, no way. No. Hereditary is is one of the scariest films I've seen. Yeah, same. That, like, from modern times. That last time, we always talk about it, but that's, that's that, that last, like, 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah, it's like, no, like, I wouldn't show Nerve-wrecking. Um, I'm trying to think of, like... Mothman. Mothman. Well, no. I just saw Richard Gere there. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, what about something like... Have you seen like some Del Toro horror films? Yeah. Like Crimson Peak. I haven't seen Crimson Peak. I don't know. But that seems like that kind of vibe. Yeah. They're not very good, though, are they? I don't know. I haven't seen them. Yeah. I'm not a big like, Del Toro fan. Yeah, I don't think we are. No. It's definitely... He's kind of... He's kind of, uh, you know... Kind of overrated. Yeah, he's kind of meh. Kind of meh. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's like flicking through my list. Um, Evil Dead films, except for the remake. Yeah, the remake is pretty. It's pretty out there. Yeah, pretty extreme. Nosferatu. No, yeah, Dracula. Dracula. Two thousand. Yeah, the. I haven't even seen it, but the vibe is. It doesn't seem that scary. The um. Gary Oldman. One. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good show. And I think it is creepy as well. Mm. Good creepy vibes to it. Um, uh, the Wicker Man. Oh yes, 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 yes. The Wicker Man. I'd say I go with the Wicker Man. Actually, yeah, I, w- I think yeah. it's not immediately. It's not like you know horrifying. It's just like creepy, creepy, really and then creepy. and then oh, the f- ending is so fucked yeah, up. Yeah, and yeah, it leaves you, it leaves you with an image. But it's not like graphic. Yeah, either. yeah. It's um, not like fucking the devils where he's just on fire and like, his face is all getting melted. Yeah, ah, the devils. I have to rewatch that. Yeah, man, I'm really, I've been thinking about that film. I want, yeah, yeah. I want to rewatch that film. As I saw the the novel in Hodges and Figures the other day by your man Huxley, The Devils, The Devils of Loudon. Mm. I was like, I forgot about that film. I want to watch that again. Yeah. They should remake that or something. They should remake it. Yeah. And like, it had to be, it's full, mm. it's full thing. What about something like um, Kill List? Would you recommend Kill List to someone? Have you seen Kill List? Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't recommend that though. Yeah, no. No, because that's like, that's not even... It's scary, but in like a, like a really uh, gritty way. 
Yeah, and the violence is too. Yeah, yeah. Too. It is very, very violent. Go- it is very gory. Yeah. The ending of that film is again, oh god, pure claustrophobic nightmare. Mm. Yeah, and the bit with the fingers and stuff. Mm. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go near that now. Invisible Man, the new one. I haven't seen that. Is that any good? Yeah, that's good. I'd recommend that. That's a good entry level horror film. Um, and it's a bit creepy. A bit like, ooh, what's going on? Um, Conjuring, of course. Yeah. Conjuring. Corpus Bride. Everyone's seen it, but good. Sp- it's not a horror film, is yeah, it? Yeah, but good spooky vibes. Yeah, yeah, that good, that is true. Good, good spooky vibes. Well, um, entry level, like you, you need to, you need to start with the base of spooky vibes. Spooky mm. vibes all start with films that are for kids. Yeah, Monster House, Corpse Bride, Gremlins, Gremlins, Gremlins. That's a good one as yeah. well. That's a show. That's more of a hollow. That's more of a Christmas movie, but anyway. Ah, yeah, but like SpongeBob, you know. Hashling slasher episode. That episode. Recess. Halloween episodes. Oh, Jesus. Halloween episodes of TV series. Uh, that's that. I go back to them again and again and again. I, have we ever really talked about... Treehouse of Horror. Treehouse like of Horror. Have yeah. we ever really talked about Treehouse of Horror? Nah. They I mean, are good, though. They are the very early, good. The early ones are very, very hilarious. There's a, there's a big TikTok meme at the moment of just doing like the... Give me the bat barge. Give me the bat. Give me the bat. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, shit. Yeah. oh, shit. That probably sounds awful. But yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, that bit. Like, um, that is... That's a I like the shining uh Trials of Horror is great. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. Is great. I remember being very very young and watching there's like a Ned Flanders is a werewolf episode mm. and it fucked me up. Really? Oh, it scared the shit out of me. Cuz um I can't really remember. Ned I remember he gets run over at the end, isn't it? He gets run over and then and he turns picks him up. Homer uh is just like oh it's a dog or whatever, and then Ned Flanders is is a werewolf, and Homer turns around and Marge, Lisa, and Bart are fucking hauling ass yeah. away, <laughs> and then Homer turns around and he just gets he gets mauled, but like the camera pans up and you just hear like Homer shrieking, mm. it fucked me up. I yeah. haven't seen it since. Similar thing with the um the the Twilight Zone one with the the monster on on the wing. Yeah, the gremlin. Yeah, the yeah. gremlin. But mm. it's on the fucking. It's, it's on, on the, the school bus. It's on the school bus. That scared the shit out of me as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. Remember when uh, Bart Bart runs up to Otto? He's like, "There's a monster on the side of the bus." He's like, "No problem, little dude." <laughs> he just looks over and it's Mole Man. He drives him off the road. <laughs> <laughs> His car just blows up. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Like. Oh, that is so yeah great. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> um, trick or treat. Nah, I forgot. Completely forgot about that film. Trick or treats. Like, it is. Yeah, it's that's very entry level. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very uh, digestible. Very digestible. digestible Anthology. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. You got all these different stories going on. It's there's still beheadings and stuff though. Yeah, but you know, mm, it's not really realistic. Scream. Yeah. Scream. One hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. One hundred percent scream. Uh, I'm just like looking through my list of like films I've watched. Blair Witch, I wouldn't recommend. I think that's, that's actually pretty scary. It is pretty scary, but I don't. I think it's also you have to watch it. Yeah, mm. you have to be like you have to get on 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 board with the film. I think. Mm. Um, the wreck movies, Jesus, no! I wouldn't rec- if you're not into would zombie not movies. Wreck. I would not wreck recommend. <laughs> I would if you're into horror films. Um, it's great, very good found footage films. Ever seen Pet Cemetery? No, I haven't. I've been meaning you to watch, watch that. that one. Is that good? The original one's very good. The new one. It's not good. It's new ones on Netflix. Yeah, show. So the old one, not the new one. Yeah, don't watch the new one. Watch mm. the old one. The old one is is uh, 
it's not like balls to the wall scary, but it is. It's really creepy. What's the thing that they? Because I heard when they did the remake that they changed something. Have we talked about this in the podcast before? I believe we have. Yeah. Because I have we. I think oh, it was no. last we might, year. We might. Yeah, maybe last year. Yeah, they did. They changed the big thing, and um, in the new one, because in the original, I don't know. It's kind of a spoiler, but someone stays alive. They keep him alive. We can just edit this out. Yeah. Oh, the the kid dies in the original, mm-hmm. and I think it is. I think the the kid dies in the original, and then he has to come back and stuff. I think he stays alive in the uh, in the new one mm. or something like that. I can't really remember. But yeah, they they made a really big kind of uh, adjustment to the plot. Yeah, but that, that's not really the main problem. Like, there's just no real impact. Yeah, to stuff like there's really there's a really cool scene in the original where the an Achilles tendon gets chopped. Ah, uh. which is just like, but it's like those that, that kind of eighties yeah. effect where it's it's like it's really like a. It's all practical effects. It's so like it, the misery bit, the misery fucking yeah. hobbling. Oh, yeah. fucking hell, misery! Yeah. I recommend. I actually recommend misery. Mm. If you can stomach that hobbling scene. Yeah, that's more of a, a thriller though. Yeah, yeah isn't it? Uh, yeah, misery's mad as well. Yeah, well, I, I remember I read those books at the same time, and they're like, the the books are actually fucking amazing as well. Mm. The books are really really good. Um, but yeah, Pet Cemetery. They really fucked up Pet Cemetery. The new one, like, it's just it's just rubbish. You know, it's just like. CGI, a lot of CGI, and they just—they don't really go. There's a, there's a in the book. There's a big plot about the kind of like a subplot or like it's kind of adjacent to the story about uh, a Wendigo, like Amer- uh, Native yeah, American yeah. mythology. It's not really touched on in the original film in from the eighties, um, and it's kind of a bigger thing in the new one. But like they just don't develop it at all, and there's no real sense of dread or anything. It's grim. They could remake it. They, you know what they should remake? Salem, actually, Salem's Lot. Ever watch Salem's Lot? The uh, no, but I've heard that the, it's pretty good. The two part mini, yeah. it's not mini, it's a two part film. Um, that is, I would recommend that because that's not scary in like, you know, in the way that you think. Yeah, but it's really creepy, and uh, they should really remake that. That book is one of my favorite books. I from f- what I remember. I feel like they are remaking it. I don't know why, they but should. I feel like they are. Because I think it's right. I could be wrong, it's though. Right, it's right for a remake. If but they ha- they ha- if they did it right. Because it's, it's a really basic plot. Like, yeah. they have to have the right people doing it, because otherwise, it's just no point. But uh, the TV thing is actually really good. Mm. Really creepy. I've never seen the original It series. The original It series? Yeah. Mostly because I've heard it's shite. Yeah, I heard, I've watched it. I think I watched it before. We used to have the DVD, I think. Um... Oh, we still have the DVD. But, yeah, I don't remember it being very good. Man, I remember... You know when you're a kid and, like, people describe horror films to you? Mm. It was one of those horror films that was described to me. But the way that the... That there's some other... It was, like, this older kid that described it to me. The way that he described it was, just like, this is, like, the most disturbing film ever made. Like, normally when 18s... When, like, films are 18s, they have, like, circles. This one had a hexagon because it's really fucked up. <laughs> now that I'm older, I just realise... You fucking idiot. That's just a fucking Irish film board, like, 18s. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's just a fucking... It's the blue 18s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which we don't have anymore. How come? Oh, uh, maybe... Do we? No, we don't. I don't know. I've never, I haven't seen DVD in a while. Yeah, neither. I don't think we do. I think we just stick with the... Here, pull out one of my Blu-rays there and see. I think there's only just the... Just the regular 18s on it. Yeah, just the 15s on just that. The there's, 15s. No, there's no blue on it. There's no blue. Oh, these are... Uh, these are bought in, though, aren't they? These are imported. That one I bought in Golden Disc years ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, 18s. Yeah, 18s. that's weird. That's bizarre. 
Some of them do, some of them don't. Colonization. That's colonialism right there. Yeah, is the eight, is the red 18s, is that the UK one? Yeah, that's the British one, yeah. Mm. I think. Weird. Must be. Yeah. Weird. We live at that. We'll leave it there, so. Till next there. week. Till next week. Um, next week we're moving on from our horror binges. Although no more horror. No more horror films. But so we have to do, after. We have to do a little quick little roundup of horror films that we did on Halloween. Oh yeah. This yeah, will be right. released the day after Halloween. So unfortunately, on the fucking sixteenth of November, you're gonna be in a quick little horror roundup. <laughs> but well, we will be talking. The main focus will be on Fred. Federici, Federico, Federico Fellini. Federico Fellini's Eight and a Half. One of the quote-unquote greatest films of all time. Greatest film of all time. We're going in there. We're finally making... We're finally breaching the void, you know? Yeah. This, we're, like, realm of cinema that we haven't... Like, the yeah, European classics. That we somehow have never... Should have with some Bergman as well. Yeah, maybe we'll just we'll just do all the most pretentious ones. Yeah, we Dreyer. We did Dreyer. Show open, yeah. Show up in like turtlenecks and stuff. Yes, <laughs> fucking smoke cigarettes <laughs> and like sticks. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. We'll wear our glasses. Yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> like Bob. to put down at our noses. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't have any prescription. No, <laughs> we can't see anything. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't need to see to talk. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Right. Well, we will see you all next week. Bye. Sayonara. Bye, bye. Oh, and enjoy Halloween. Hope everyone enjoyed their Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Bye.